0: This is Jake and Max from Origami Crane, and thanks for having us on We Podcast, and we know thanks. No, we were supposed to say, this is, we're introducing the podcast, not thanks for having us. (laughs) Oh, God. Are we fired?
1: Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 168 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matora.
0: Snow squalls, be damned, let's do this thing.
1: As always, he's alongside of me. We're here for you for the long haul tonight. Episode 168, a big one, a king-size show. Uh, If you want to check us out, we we com. Links in the description for everything we podcast and we know things, including links to our store, to our Patreon, and to our social medias, at Greg Talks A Lot for me on Twitter. At Samuel Maturo for Sam on Twitter and at We Podcast and We Know Things, all one word on Instagram. If you want to find us on Facebook, give us a like. Just type in We Podcast and We Know Things in your search bar, and you can like us on Facebook. You can also send us an email with any questions. Uh, we Podcast and We Know Things at gmail.com. As always, we're coming in hot this week from our friends over at Liquid Death, Canned Mountain Water. Here it is, The Snap. Uh, Marvel has their snap, we have ours. Uh, Liquid Death, sell your soul for a free case of delicious aluminum canned uh, Austrian mountain water at liquiddeath.com. The best damn water in the business. Liquid Death. Oh damn, he went there. He took his moniker of four years and gave it to Stolen. Liquid Death. That's how that's how much Sam believes in this water and likes
0: this. That's water. why I wait to crack it. I want you to hear me crack the damn thing open and chug. Clean, cool,
1: crisp, Cheers, delicious. Brother. Liquid Death, canned mountain water. Sell your soul for a free case over at Liquid Death. Uh, and before we get on with the show tonight because we got a big one we got trivia we're going to start off in gaming with a big pokemon direct that kind of came out of nowhere thought it was going to be a regular nintendo direct that we were going to be covering today and they dropped a pokemon one then we're going to go into movies i'll take back over hosting as sam takes the games tv uh, music and then our picks of the week and we'll get on out of here but before we do that a huge thank you and this is not uh, a plug to encourage you to do the same. This isn't anything sneaky. We just really wanted to shout out a friend of the show who has helped us out in a huge way. And um was on Instagram and all of a sudden got a random DM from a listener, M. Cassini. And uh he's been a listener for a long time, an interactor on social media. He listened to Sean's show, MRC Tech Presents the Last Podcast. I think it's now Star Wars Time or uh Cross MRC Tech. Uh, but he listened to that show and he's been a big supporter of us. And he hit me up on Instagram and he said, Hey, is there a way that I can can help the show out, you know, monetarily? And I said, Hey, we got a Patreon. Uh, he said, What if I just contributed to you directly? And so he gave us a contribution. So,
0: like, he said, that, screw Patreon here. I'm going to send it directly to you. Uh,
1: and, and, you know, obviously we're not going to get into the amount, but, um, wow.
0: Yeah, Mike, you're the man. You know, you obviously, you know, you didn't have to do that, but obviously we greatly appreciate it. And it goes right back into the show.
1: So we, um, on top of giving him a huge thank you on the show I shot him a message and said hey this week's top three you pick it and we're gonna do it up front and obviously we're gonna we're gonna rattle off his three um, as well but we wanted to do uh, our top three just dedicated to, to Mike and whatever he he wanted to do and he said, you know what I want to do? Uh, I've been thinking about it, and let's do top three shows, music, shows, I wish I was at, money, time, be damned, I just wish I was a part of the crowd. So uh, we said, wow, a thinker, this is a good one.
0: This this was not something that took me five minutes, this is something that, I think it probably took me like two hours of research, digging in, trying to find out what I want, what I want to go to, because it's... When you go to any show, there's a lot to choose from.
1: Yeah, so we'll start off with Mike's number three, then we'll go to Sam's, and then mine, and normal top three order from there. (laughs) Uh What you got, Mike? Mike's number three, April 22nd and 20, I'm sorry, April 21st and 22nd, 1999, Berkeley, California theater, uh, Metallica and the San Francisco symphony, not technically a public concert. However, I would have loved to have been on a stage hand at this live concert recording. The mix of both genres is still so cool to this day. And millennials be like, what about Limp Bizkit and Jay-Z? <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I never seen Metallica live. I would love to. So Mike, great pick there. My number three, Monterey Pop Festival, 1967. It was from June 16th to 18th. But since we only said one day, I picked the 18th, which was a Sunday. So it was I think there was like maybe like 10 bands during that day. But just I picked out my favorites that I would love to see. Number one is Buffalo Springfield. I don't know if you should know. It was, I like them. For what it's worth, hey, stop that! What's that sound? Obviously, great band, great song. Followed by The Who, which was... Never heard of them. <laughs> I mean, I, I I would hope you heard of them. thank God. But, like, the reason, like, the history about this show, The Who and also Jimi Hendrix was also there. So, they, what year was this? 1967. So, one of his last couple years. Yeah, because I think he passed 70, 70? Mm-hmm. 70, because Morrison passed after him. So, they... I guess Pete Townsend and Jimmy had this guitar rivalry and no one wanted to open up a four. So it was decided by a flip of a coin the who obviously lost, went on. I think they only played four or five songs. Jimmy came on and absolutely killed it playing some, uh, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, Foxy Lady, Hey Joe, Purple. Hey, just all all my favorite Jimi Hendrix songs. And he ends it by lighting the, his guitar on fire. And, you, and there's video of it of him lighting it. Sprang the you know the all the, the um like yes, later fluid man. on top yeah. of it over it also the grateful dead was on before the who so we was just seeing grateful dead the who jimmy hendrick just crossing off three huge bands and then having buffalo springfield who the only one song i know and love but if they played it i would have been happy would have loved to been there
1: um my number three is not It was not a public concert either. This was actually a private performance. But again, money be damned, I'd have the money to uh, get on the Ed Sullivan Show, my friend. Hey, February 9th, 1964, the Beatles' first ever performance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Beatles, one of my favorite bands of all time, you can attest. Uh, you Love the Beatles too, and just to see them in America, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and yeah. a closed circuit with a small group of people going absolutely apeshit, women crying, men crying, just to see that even – it was almost – the it was like the beginning of Beatlemania because that was their first time in the States would have loved to have been there.
0: And I, I, it was hard to keep the Beatles off my list. And I did like a lot of research of them when they played Shea Stadium and all that stuff. Yeah, and that's that was the other yeah. consideration. I went with the closed. But I, closed I was off. reading interviews of the band, and they they actually never didn't really like to do it live because mm-hmm. they couldn't hear each other. They couldn't hear themselves, so all they heard was everyone screaming. They said it was like, it was frustrating to them, which is one of the reasons why they stopped touring. So I was like, wow, I had no idea about that. So I was yeah. I, doing my homework. I was like going through. I, this is a tough list.
1: Yeah, I was. it was a lot of bands. And I was like contemporary or classic and all that stuff. And I was like, do I go early November? No, I've seen them 35 times. Do I go Beach Boys? No, I saw them two years ago. So like I actually have gotten Do you and I have been to 100 shows together. And we we even saw bands like The Audition where they were on our bucket list and we checked it off and they were an opener for Eve 6. So we have these bands on there that maybe were our bucket list bands, but we have seen every goddamn band we've pretty much ever wanted to see. So this was a real think piece from the list perspective. Uh, Let's go to number two for Mike. Mike's number two, July 29th, 2004 at the LA Grand Olympic Auditorium. Green Day, and that is at the start, specifically the start of the American Idiot World Tour. To this day, this is my favorite album from front to back, back to front, and side to side. I would have loved to seen the start of this epic world tour. Um, from my perspective, when it comes to Green Day, one of my favorite bands of all time, one of my top three records ever is Green Day, Dookie. Dookie, of course. American Idiot, I did not appreciate when it came out. I didn't like it. But the older it's gotten and the older I've gotten, kind of like Nimrod, it's grown it on me. Is. I'm the guy who loves Warning. Yeah. Arguably one of their worst records, but I <laughs> love that record. I like the, the style they went for. So I, I like Mike's choice there to see Green Day at American. Yeah. I saw American yeah. Idiot, the, the play, the uh, musical yep. on Broadway. I saw it for the one month that Billy Joe was actually oh, on. Oh,
0: before he had to go away. Yeah, to, he uh, was actually
1: in the yeah. production. And so I got to see him play
0: on stage, which was crazy. Yeah, I, I never got to, to have the pleasure to see Green Day live yet. Saw him a couple times. Maybe one day in I life. was in the pit for one of those shows, too. God bless you. My number two... <clears throat> Radio City Music Hall, June 14th, 1990. Old blue eyes. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. I grew up from love from my my parents are you know older. So I grew up from I never had control of the radio. Mm-hmm. So all I had to do was, was oldies. That's all I had. Being from Italian family, obviously, dad loves Frank Sinatra. So I heard all them songs all my life. Even now I still listen to them, even if it's just me, even today, I was playing one. And to look at this, and okay, and in 1990, he was 75 years old. I think he put on, in my, I think it was like a 30 song set list, something crazy. So to hear all my favorites, "Come Fly with Me," "Strangers in the Night," "Best Is Yet to Come," "My Way," "Summer Wind," "Come Rain or Come Shine," but my, one of my probably favorite Frank Sinatra songs. I don't even think not too many people know it. It's called "One for My Baby and One More for My Road," and one more for the road. It is absolutely beautiful. I would have loved to see Frank. I, he passed away, I think, in 98. Obviously, me only being 8 years old at the time, I'm a little too young to see all Frank, but I would have loved to see old blue eyes. Uh,
1: I am taking a huge uh cheat code with my number two. Uh, it's kind of cheap, as a matter of fact, but...
0: Uh, I'm going to say it anyway.
1: <laughs> I, I have to. 34 years ago, um, July 3rd, 1985... If you know anything about, or July 13th, I'm sorry, 1985, Live Aid. And I'm going to go with Wembley, even though the other part was in Philly, where we are. I'm going to go with Wembley, Queen, U2, Judas Priest, Tina Turner, Mick Jagger, David Bowie, The Who, Black Sabbath, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Eric Clapton, Phil Collins,
0: that was the only one I knew that would be on your list for so, Queen. That was the and, only and, and one I And to I be knew. honest
1: with you, you could get rid of everyone on there except for Queen, yeah. and I'd still have it on my list, because no matter what, I would give my left nut to see yeah. Freddie Mercury live. Yeah, I can't argue with you there. Number one for Mike, uh, he has... Uh-oh, I got out of his message. I apologize. Number one for Mike, August 29th, 1966, San Francisco, Candlestick Park. Grateful Dead. The final concert of the Beatles. Oh, okay. I am not including the 69 unannounced Apple building appearance. Yeah, I was.
0: I was. Gonna say, I was. Like, I did my homework, brother. They played that until the cops came. That was their last show.
1: My favorite band of all time. Cool. Their last performance equals enough said.
0: Yeah. I would have. To, I would want to peek at the set list because I know their set list right. varied. I would just want to take a quick peek because even their last show on the roof, like, that's the songs you chose. Like, <laughs> I feel like you could have.
1: <laughs> they they so- just wanted. They didn't want to play the hits. They yeah, wanted to play what they liked. Yeah, Simple know. as that. That was the type of band back then. Lots of LSD. Yeah, true. Lots of
0: LSD. Which was a lot of obviously my number one. No surprise, but which was a lot of what a problem for this band. There was a problem. They always had a problem of their set list. Was Boston Arena, April tenth, your dad's birthday, nineteen seventy. The day before your birthday. Two shows, one night, seven and ten p.m. My favorite band, the Doors. The Doors. They played twenty nine songs. One of the main reasons I would want to see this. If you see, like, The Doors Live, see their set list, a lot of it you'll see, like, Away in India, Crossroads. Like, they played sometimes just, like, a, a lot of crap. They would reprise a couple songs. But this was the show I feel like they played, like, the hits. They started with Roadhouse Blues, Ship of Fools, Backdoor Man. This is the only live recording I ever heard the song, The Spy. I absolutely love that freaking song. I've never heard it live except on this Boston show. And one of the main reasons why, like, I really love this song, it comes, with, like, a, a great, like, a great quote that he sings that, like, went around and kind of, like, be- became, like, a little thing. But this is Jim Morrison's exact words. I'll tell you this, man. I'll tell you this. I don't know what's going to happen, man. But I'm going to have my kicks before the whole shit house goes up in flames. All right. All right. And if you guys know Matthew McConaughey, he said in the past, he got his all right, all right from Jim Morrison, lead singer of The Doors.
1: My number one is kind of weird. Okay. It's not from a band you ever hear me talk about. Okay. It's not from a band I particularly would have in my top 20, okay. 15, maybe, maybe in the top 20. But I've never seen them live and it's been a regret. It's not like I have a choice. But my God, I want to put myself in in like my mindset now. Emo Greg, pop punk Greg, in a room on March 1st, 1994, so I would have been six, yes. five, and I would not have been able to see them. Yeah. Munich, Germany. I don't
0: even know who that is. The last
1: ever show. Oh, in Munich, Germany, yeah. okay. The well, last... That's
0: their band name? That's a weird. Rammstein.
1: <laughs> the last ever show of Nirvana. Mm. Okay. To see Kurt Cobain's final appearance. Yeah. That, it was seriously, it was between that and their MTV Unplugged appearance. Which is one People of the most iconic the best, shows. Yeah. But the set list for me, like you had, yeah. I went to the set list and I was like gonna go with munich last time ever and then kurt cobain uh tragically took his own life but to be in the room and not nobody in that room had any fucking yeah. idea maybe kurt knew maybe he had a permanent like a preconceived notion he like was this is gonna, his his gonna his be my life. last hurrah so but I, I maybe arguably nobody in that room knew I mean, definitely nobody knew outside of potentially kurt that that would have been the last time this iconic yeah. band that should have been around. I didn't know Germany was 15 years show. longer than they should have been, and uh, even MTV Unplugged was just uh six months before that. So yeah. it was like the end. I think it was November of '93. Um, but like to hear Kurt live and just like Dave. Oh my god, yeah. on fucking yeah. drums. Yeah. Oh my god, because he
0: wasn't the original. He came late. He was yeah. like their last, the last drummer mm-hmm. they picked up. Yeah, Foo Fighters. What was the other band he was? He did uh, uh, mid-season,
1: a different one than that too. I can't think, but he was a lead singer of a different band, not Foo Fighters. They were more up tempo. I can't think, uh, but my god, like Nirvana would just be fucking unreal. So that was our top three shows that if we could tr- do anything to get to, we would have done. Yeah, that
0: was a, that was a tough list, Mike. That, that was, was tough.
1: that was fun though. Yeah, just, it was. Again, just a huge and sincere thank you so much. Uh, for helping us out because every single penny we get from Patreon or individual donations or whatever goes back into making the show better, whether that's new recording equipment or a new laptop or whatever that's, and that's what this is going towards. So uh, we really appreciate all of your help, Sam, we're going to do trivia. It's 7.5 for me, four for you in our race to 11 win by two.
0: Okay, I'll go. Which movie was Arnold Schwarzenegger first nominated at the Oscars? I don't know enough of his movies. Okay.
1: For a half a point. Oh, I could just take the answers at that
0: point. <laughs> I was, like, okay, was, was like, going to say, will you
1: let me scroll through IMDB to see? Yeah, you can. If you, if you need to. I don't know any movies outside of like the obvious ones. Like Twins.
0: Um, yeah, cause, and, that, and that's one that is definitely <laughs> clearly not on my list. So uh, rule Twins out, my friend.
1: Um,
0: I'll give you that one. Predator. Terminator.
1: I think... Commando, commander, commando, commando. Right? No, I can't
0: remember. It's, I will say that he he was in that movie. Yes, it's commander uh, or commando. It's commando, commando. Love that movie, by the way.
1: Terminator. Uh, I don't think it'd be Predator. The I think the obvious answer is Terminator. As we have the HVAC, it's winter. Get used to it probably until yes. February. Um, frick. I'm going
0: to take the choices.
1: Okay.
0: A, Commando. God damn it. B, Terminator. God damn it. C, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. <laughs> what the fuck? D, D Predator. Predator. God damn it. So uh, I was laughing. I was like, he's going to think all the movies that he knows is what I picked. So all right. So at least,
1: all. I th- at least the obvious yeah. choices yeah. would have been... One Did you know
0: Twins He won't be nominated for that
1: I think Oh my god I don't even know The order of these movies Came out Exactly
0: And I thought That would have been Your hardest part Of remembering the years
1: Commando Terminator 2 It's the obvious answer Yep it's the very, very, very obvious. Because I
0: thought you were be like, well, Terminator. Well, maybe it's Terminator Two. Fuck it. That's what I was waiting for you to say. I was like, ah, shit, you're gonna get the it. Very, very obvious answer, dude.
1: I was racking my brain this week for uh, questions, so I unfortunately went back to a year question. Okay. I, I hate, I hate year questions, guys. Just know this: when you're in a pinch, you look through the show notes, you pick something out, and you say, what year did it come out?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the only reason I did, I saw you know, the the Golden Globes. So I was like, yeah. okay, cool. This yeah, question's this, here.
1: This was a rough one for yeah. me. I hate that I have to ask it to you, but it is a year question. What year did the new music Mutants debut in comics? Didn't you ask this question? Nah, not New Mutants. I've asked this question about a million different things. What year did Blank debut in comics has been a question I've asked you a hundred times. That's what I hate about this. This was a very lazy question on my part. What year? Did the New Mutants debut in comics? A part of the Uncanny X-Men spin-offs and it was a graphic novel in Marvel's something-something-number-something. Something, something.
0: 1986.
1: 1982. You're not far off. Congratulations! Uh, I should have. I should have. I didn't think they
0: would take them that long. I will I tell like, you
1: this: the I only had one 80s in my choices,
0: so and I would have said it you too. Said the yeah, 80s one. Damn. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: I, I tried. 70, I, I tried to go big and just take may, it. Look.
1: Maybe you would have gone C. I had 79. No. It, 82, was, it, was,
0: it was 80s. If that was the only 80 you had, I would have went yeah, 91, 96. Nah, that was my fault. Uh, now take it over in the gaming, and we had a surprise Pokemon Direct. Yeah. Perfect timing
1: for the podcast. This dropped on Tuesday, the news, and that it was coming out today as we record. It's uh, Thursday, January 9th. You're hearing this on January 10th or later. So perfect day for it to come out on a day we record, which is always a pleasure, which means I have to watch it 75 times in three hours just to do two pages of notes. Um, Usually I do notes on my phone. I was... uh, Unable to do so, so I wrote them down on paper, and I hope
0: that I can read them all. I only have two pages. Well, now you know my struggle sometimes, yeah. I'm trying to read my chicken scratch.
1: God fucking forbid. Uh, And I texted you right away, and I said, holy smokes, Like this is a surprise. I totally expected a direct this week. Nintendo does a lot of early January directs, usually the uh, second Thursday of the year. But... I was expecting a Nintendo Direct where yeah, we were going to get a whole just bunch of shit, and to be honest, even though I'm getting it out of the way now that this was one of my favorite pieces of Nintendo content ever delivered to my face, I almost I would have preferred a regular Nintendo Direct. I still, I'm still. not an Animal Crossing guy. That's what they have coming this year. Yeah. They don't really have much yet announced for 2020. And I don't know yet what the hell I'm going to be playing this year from Nintendo. So I almost would have just been more psyched to find out more about that stuff. Yeah. But then you're going to take my game of the year 2019 and my favorite franchise of all time. Maybe outside of Bioshock. And you're going to tell me that I get 20 minutes. Which is the longest Pokemon Direct ever. And I got to say, this has to be DLC. You said, this has to be DLC. My first thought was, okay, Sinnoh Remakes, but, Gen 4, but they just dropped Sword and Shield two months ago. There's no way they're doing a new game announcement. So maybe they're just going to say, okay, new Pokemon. Well, they did more than that, my friend. So Sam, you nailed it when you said uh, uh, DLC, but they did more than just DLC. I had said, hey, they're going to do a spinoff game. And they started off, they said, we're going to do two announcements today, just two. And in 20 minutes, you're like, okay, this is... 100% 100%, either DLC or a new game, and uh, they got the first announcement done in about a minute and ten seconds. Yep, they let super quick. They let the other. I was like, what
0: the hell is this second announcement? They
1: let the other stuff go for 19 minutes, but the first announcement was really cool. Uh, started off 2006 scrolls back, shows you uh, gameplay from 2006 Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red uh, Red Team Rescue. Uh, or in Blue Team Rescue, or Blue Rescue Team, I think it's called, um, on the DS and the Game Boy Advance. They flash forward to 2020, slap a fresh coat of paint, a new art style, and they say, we're getting Pokémon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX coming this March, March 6th, 2020.
0: Was that the one that they said the demos released right after this? Yes.
1: There is a free demo available now, which I downloaded and played about 30 minutes of. Um... So I have a couple thoughts on that. But the where Nintendo is sending this game to die is you're releasing it in early March. Well, Animal Crossing New Horizons comes out March 20th, and that's going to be a game that people are going to be playing for months and months and months and months and years. That's a long, evergreen game. That's going to be a huge game for Nintendo. So you're releasing it a couple weeks before that. That's fine. Give people something to play to get them ready for Animal Crossing because you don't really have anything announced for yeah. Jan and Feb. That's great. It's three days after Final Fantasy VII, which Ouch. is not coming to Switch, so if you only own a Switch, yeah. fine, but if you own a PS4,
0: you're going to get the Final Fantasy yeah.
1: uh, See, now, Final Fantasy, not my type of game, but uh, I'm not going to be getting the remake, but like, a lot of people yep. are, that game's going to sell 15 million copies yeah, pretty easy, easily, easy. and when it comes to Xbox, which I think it's a timed exclusive, game game's going to sell 20, 25 million copies, maybe not, that, maybe I'm overshooting at that, maybe 17 to 20 million Think that's fair. That's fair. Uh, a lot of damn copies and so you're gonna put this game out three days later so unless you have somebody who literally beats the game in one sitting and says I need more no look I can get pokemon never uh, a lot of people never played mystery dungeon games the best way I can describe it a roguelike dungeon crawler RPG like uh, not your typical Pokemon game you don't take control as a human you are a Pokemon you do talk uh, you have a party of a couple pokemon you go around you do missions you do this that and the other um there's kind of rpg style combat it's live combat it's not turn
0: based um is is this something that that interested you i haven't played a mystery dungeon game in over a decade no so I've, i've never played any
1: so i i played about an hour of blue rescue team on ds so i don't even know if i count That I've ever played a Mystery Dungeon game. And there's like four or five Mystery Dungeon games. So like for me to play the first one and never pick it up again. No, granted. That doesn't sound good. Well, granted. 06 to like 12. Those six years. Like through college. I wasn't as big of a Pokemon fan as I am now. I kind of fell off Pokemon through Gen 5. Well, actually through Gen 4 and 5. I wasn't around. I stopped at the beginning of 3. Because that's when we stopped. Me and you. And I didn't pick it back up until 6, which was 2013. That's when I really got back into it.
0: It was like late 12. And then went back to the ones that
1: you didn't play. Early 13. And then I went back and played all Gen 4 games and then just black. I've never played white, black 2, or white 2, which I'm regretting. I want white 2 more than I want any other game right now. But I never went back to Mystery Dungeon. So either I thought, okay, it's because I haven't played in a while or it's just not a game that spoke to me. And I think it's a little bit more the latter. I think it's a little bit more of, this is a different experience, a whole different experience. But then I played the demo. And the demo, it's a remake. It's a remake of the original too. The demo is kind of kooky. It, you have like 20 different starters to pick from and they give you a personality test in the beginning, yeah. and based on your answers, that's who they recommend. You can choose whoever yeah. you want, but they recommend one based off your answers,
0: which was it, fun. It was it was it was it was neat. It's a neat idea, but I I, I know if it definitely missed me.
1: This is uh the art style is gorgeous. It looks like watercolor paint almost. I think that's what really hit for me is it's not cell shaded. It's not too d. Like it's not right Yeah, yeah, right. Like Star Wars. Um, <laughs> here's here's where it will lose me. Now I talked to a friend, Anthony Pino. He said. Like I never played this shit and I'm all here for it. Like I wanted, I'm oh, very wow. intrigued. Oh, Said me too, I want to dive back in. Played the demo. The demo got me. Where the demo didn't get me is sixty dollars worth. Ooh. If this is a forty dollar game, I'm in. If this is a forty the original sold five million plus. So if this is a forty dollar game, this game will sell three million, two million, maybe more. Yeah. It cannot be a sixty dollar yeah, game. 60 You're remaking a Game Boy Advance and DS game. You can't charge sixty dollars for that. You just yeah, you just can't. Yeah. You already did with Let's Go. You you just charged sixty dollars yeah. for a fucking remake of Gen One. You can't do it again. Oh. I have a sneaky feeling. It's I was gonna, gonna be say even
0: again. even like the the crash one two and three forty bucks when I first came out. So, crash yeah. Team Racing was like thirty five yeah, forty. Bucks. Yeah, thirty or forty.
1: Yeah. So like you you have to yeah, have I to have to give me a forty dollar price tag. But then again, Switch does the whole thing where they the Switch tax and it's own cartridge and not oh, CD. Yeah. I'm just I'm hoping that Pokemon doesn't say, it's a Pokemon game, we can charge what we want. It's only five months after Sword and Shield, and a lot of people haven't bought that game yet. That game sold like 15 million, 17 million copies. It's ridiculous. But there are still a lot of Switch owners that don't have it. Yeah. And more people will be, especially after this news. So, releasing a side game for $60 is, is a tough swallow. So, I'm I'm begging, I'm begging for a $40 price tag. Like, I think pre-orders went live like an hour ago, so I could check... Um, I'm not going to. But we won't. Yeah, I'm not going to. Maybe uh, maybe I will. If I have to go to the bathroom during the show. Maybe maybe I will. And yeah, we'll
0: just pop back on. Then you know we had a pause.
1: Later on in the Direct, they kind of threw in there, hey, Pokemon Home, it is coming. It's coming in February. Pokemon Home is this generation's version of Pokemon Bank where you can take Pokemon, transfer them into there, keep them there nice and fresh. I ain't worried about that so much because the National Dex isn't available and because this game, I don't have the whole – I." my first charizard from blue has been raised with me i don't have that memory i know a lot of people do so i don't give a shit i actually prefer catching all new ones um in the new games so while i have bank in my bank i have all every pokemon available but six i'm never going to touch them again as a matter of fact i'm just going to lose them all and pretend i never had them um even just i don't care so home not necessarily something that speaks to me i don't need a big storage space for my pokemon if they do something cool in their mini games whatever and it's like five bucks a year, like uh, Bank is. Maybe I'll think about it. But we got to the big stuff, and this is the stuff where you watch too. Pokemon Sword and Shield are getting major DLC.
0: And that was that was the first thing I said. I As said, if they're gonna have Pokemon, they wouldn't. I wouldn't say they wouldn't just say we're giving you a Pokemon Direct, and we're not gonna give you DLC. We're not gonna give you new Pokemon. To me, to say that you had to drop something this big, you couldn't just drop a little Dookie news. You couldn't. Oh, here's one new Pokemon. No, I don't think they could just do that. They had to do it big.
1: Well, especially because this was the longest direct ever. You have to fill that time. Yeah. And we got, I was like, literally, the the, the Mystery Dungeon News took like a minute and a half tops. So I'm like, what are they going to, how much are we getting? Like, we might get everything. Like, they might say it's available now. Who knows? That wasn't the case. But we got a lot of stuff. Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion passes. One for each game. So if you play Sword, they have one for Sword. If you have Shield, they have one for Shield. People like me who have the double pack, the option there is to buy both, but it doesn't make a lot of sense when most of my friends play Sword, so um, I can just get the cool stuff from there into Shield. Uh, There will be version-exclusive DLC Pokemon, which is fine because you can trade, which is fine. I expect that from Pokemon. That's That's the hook. It's the reason people will buy both. So I got that. I have a sneaky suspicion. I have a sneaky, sneaky suspicion that both Pokemon that I miss terribly in this game will be available. I think we're getting Abra, and I think we're getting Scyther, uh, my two favorite Gen 1 Pokemon. But you're just guessing that you're hoping. That you're, I, I, you're I have a sneaky, hoping. sneaky okay. suspicion. Uh, both Scyther and Alakazam were shown in the Mystery Dungeon footage. I have a sneaky suspicion that we're going to get those Pokemon in Super Shield. So he was in the, there was a big party of them and he was in the
0: very back. Of course, you Paul right. pause scanned. <laughs> no, he's like, you is can it, see his okay, whole okay. body.
1: Yeah, okay. you can see his whole body. He's
0: actually off to the. I just remember part. seeing like so many Pokemon just scanning the whole screen. <laughs> oh, and they're
1: bringing Megas to Mystery Dungeon, which is a neat new feature, so they might introduce some newer Pokemon. But anyway, back to the expansion passes. They don't give us the price to the very end, which I think was a smart move. Get people super hyped up and then drop the bomb that's going to be $100. But it's not, it's $30. Bucks, each. Each which is typical DLC price for an expansion pass these days.
0: I mean it, it, it just thinks that you guys just drop sixty. Now you're gonna especially you, you're probably gonna have to get both. You're gonna have to get another sixty, so that's one
1: twenty now. I'm I'm don't I'm not gonna buy the sword one. Number one, I haven't started sword yet. Number two, and Ashley said she would, she just hates battling. Number two, wow. um I, I then battling. I would then have to beat sword because that's who I am.
0: Yeah, I'm shocked. I I, th- I figured you would beat both.
1: I want to give it a while. Like, yeah. I'll beat Sword. Okay. I'm just not going to beat Sword now. And yeah. if I ever want to buy the DLC in a year or two, I, I can. But I'm going to buy Shields. Jim is going to buy Swords so we can with each right, other. So you already talked about it. We, we know okay. it anyway. I didn't even have to talk to him. It's what we've been... Every... I filled my decks, by the way, 100% complete of all 400s, and I did it because Jim traded me his shield sh- or his sword shit. Outside of the sword exclusives I found in Max Raid Battles, which was, I think, three or four, I got a lot of stuff from Jim, So and he got a lot of stuff from me. So we have that kind of relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> hey, hey, if it works, uh, this, you got to be the Pokemon this was, master. This
1: was the price I expected, but I'm not going to lie to you. It is too high. Well, not too high. It's actually perfect. But it's like I said to you in a text, man. I would love it if they had the balls to give us it for fifteen bucks. I, if they had the balls to do it. But then again, if we're gonna, they gave. They're giving us a lot. So I think thirty dollars. If it really is as big as they make it seem like it's gonna be, I think that's a fine price. You also, have, for this is a personal thing. This is not everybody. This is crazy majority or minority. I paid thirty dollars for the double pack that was one twenty. I had a gift card. Yeah. I had trade in stuff. I I paid thirty three dollars and like ninety cents for the double. I don't give a shit if I have to drop another thirty. Yeah, it just doesn't bother me because then I'll pay the normal price for the same game. So that's why I'm
0: shocked. I figured like at that point, shit, just get both, I, just to have.
1: I, but I can do that eventually, though. I don't have to. I'm at a point now where if like in my life, where if I'm not gonna play it, I'm holding off on buying things now. It's crazy. Okay, I've never done that in my life, but like. I, I found myself in my bank account right now. I got like 160 bucks. That's not a lot of money.
0: No.
1: So like when I got I kinda, more than you, that's a problem. <laughs> I kind of have to be responsible. <laughs> yeah. No, granted next Friday, th- it'll be if different. So facto, it'll be, it'll be different. But point bang, I it's available now. I can yeah. pre-order the, the expansions right now, which is I, I, every bone in my body wanted to do it. When I logged on and downloaded the software update, but I stayed away. I'm a good boy. I'll do it next Friday. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I love about this, and this concept is for every single generation, we've gotten that third game. Yeah. The Yellow, the Crystal, the Emerald, yep. the the uh, Platinum. And then in Gen 5, we got Black 2, White 2, which were the best, in my opinion, sequel games ever. Um, then for Gen 6, we got nothing. Just X and Y, no Z, which a lot of people were weirded out about. Then Sun and Moon came out and everybody said they're gonna they have to do a third game because X and Y didn't. We're gonna get stars, 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 stars. We got Ultra Sun and Ultra okay. Moon, which they had the balls to charge us forty dollars full, full price, price. Yeah. just one year later. Pissed about it. And we still you and I still haven't nope. finished them. Nope. And that to me was a rip. It's a rip. Yeah, I'm like
0: forty percent through, probably.
1: And like you got that, brother. And what's funny is they say that you the all the new shit happens in the second half. So you've literally played no, everything I, over. I, I think again. that's
0: why I stopped because again, it was a lot of hand holding, and I was like, I'm yeah. over it.
1: Yeah. Once you get past like the initial hour, it's it's okay. It opens up a little bit, but regardless, this game. When you announce, when you have a direct in January, especially early January, when you just dropped the game in Dece- er, November, you're not going to announce a game in November. You're not. No, you can't. No, no. You have to let Sword and Shield shine. Yep. You can't take the shine off of them by saying, here's Gun or Lance or whatever third game. It doesn't make sense. And for us to then have to go pay $60 for the same experience and start all over again with from scratch is stupid. Yeah. This is what we've wanted for years. Pokemon said seven years ago, we don't want to do DLC. It doesn't fit the Pokemon landscape. Guess what? Things change. It's okay.
0: well, when they see all these other companies making millions of dollars on DLC. And
1: now we're going to pay $30 to continue to play the game that we already have save data in. Yeah,
0: that, that was cool.
1: I can continue my game with my character, with all my decks, with all my Pokemon, and just jump on the train and take it to either one of these two islands that I'm happy Honestly,
0: out of the whole thing, that was probably the one that I was probably like the most like... I don't know, most hyped for was that news. Oh, cool, continue. Yep. That's great.
1: Yeah, we don't have to start over and go through, like you said, the handholdy yeah. shit in the yep. beginning. Never again, unless I want to play Sword, or like, you know, I want to, Ashley wants to play or whatever. Then I'll have to do that. Yeah. And then they announced two. They That's the expansion pack. Two different DLC packs. The Isle of Armor, coming June 2020, and the Crown Tundra, coming fall 2020. Uh, as I went on, I saw June 30th and November 30th, they could very well be placeholders. Um june 30th right after e3 it'll be interesting to see if they do that right around e3 Uh,
0: i'm sure they have to tease it a little bit you gotta you gotta you know gas it up a little
1: what i am fearful of is that it is june 30th and then they spend 15 minutes of their e3 presentation giving us more info about it when it's two weeks away i don't want that you know what
0: i mean i think a nice like a quick little five minute a quick none don't give us crate just give us a little just a little taste just to remind people that it's coming out in two weeks. Maybe, in, a, in ch- maybe case a, they forgot. Maybe
1: a two-minute trailer with
0: five new Pokemon.
1: Like, returning ones. Yeah, some, something just, like that.
0: Just enough to wet the beak. That's yeah.
1: all. Uh, what I love about both these, and I wanted to say it now before I forgot, is both of these expansions, the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra, are like the Wild Area. You get full control of the camera. You can move it yep. around, do whatever. Very Breath of the Wild style um and they have the dens where you can do the max raid battles with your friends and all this stuff. So we're getting the and they've said that both of these areas are bigger than the wild area is now. So we're getting 4 times, 5 times, 6 times the wild area um for these two passes. So I'm very very excited about that with full camera control that actually makes a big difference cuz when you're playing the game and you go in the wild area and you can control the camera and then you go out and you go to a town where you can't, you're like, "Oh, I kind of miss it. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. it's kind of weird to get back to. For the Isle of Armor, there's a dojo for Pokémon battles run by Mustard. Uh you'll be his apprentice. He trained Leon, who is the undefeated previously champion of Galar and Mustard was actually once the champion himself. I know that you have your own thoughts of
0: Colonel Mustard.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. The the name that's I, where like, I think it was came, I think it was inspired by Colonel, Colonel Mustard. Mustard, the Sensei Mustard or Master Mustard or whatever. I,
0: I just thought I was like Mustard, that's what you guys went with. I don't know. Out of everything. You might wear mustard?
1: He's wearing yellow and you're wearing yeah. yellow. Um it is technically mustard is like a color kind of you're opening a pack yeah. of Crayolas. Um it is it is a weird I mean it's not a not a great name. It's kind of funny, but you'll never forget it.
0: Never. Never forget it.
1: And he has his his, his anime quirk, this guy's old as sin. Uh his anime quirk is his eyebrows are so long they make his beard. They form a beard, which is which is cool. Uh, I like his design, and I like that you're going to be his apprentice. And like that, to me says, guys, yeah, the story kind of stunk in Sword and Shield, and it stunk in X and Y, and we we're not great at telling story. This is our chance to to get in there. They're going to tell story for you to be his apprentice, and for him to have been the champion, his team is going to be.
0: Balling. Oh, level like 80. They're, all crazy, yeah. they're going to be balling. If you don't have a Tyranitar,
1: <laughs> you will have a new rival as a part of the island of uh of armor. Ketchup. Clara. Clara almost begins with a K. Clara, she's a poison type rival. She will be available only in Pokemon Swords expansion pass. And for myself in Pokemon Shields expansion pass, I get Avery, who is psychic. She's got the Pokeballs floating around her head. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, you also get a new legendary, Cub Fu. There's a little Kung Fu with a cub. Nice little wordplay there. He's a fighting type. And he evolves into Urshifu, who goes into two styles. We'll get to that in a second. This is only the second legendary ever to have an evolution in-game.
0: And who, who was the other one? Cosmog
1: in Sun and Moon. The, the little cloud, purple the cloud, cloud okay. that then goes into, can't remember the middle form... Um, gets a little bit bigger, and then he eventually turns into the eye of either Solgaleo or Lunala, the legendaries of the game. So oh, it's, cool. uh, that is only, th- and that actually was a three stage evolution. This, so far, two. is only a two stage evolution uh, in Urshifu. Again, two styles the single strike style, uh, which is fighting in dark, or the rapid strike style, which is fighting water. Both get Gigantamax forms. Both get special moves that only they can do. This is a legendary, not a mythical, um, and both will have new abilities. You only get to pick one, so choose carefully.
0: Yeah, I would choose the first one, the, the dark, single strike, the dark, which is yeah. Fighting Dark. Hundred percent.
1: Single strike. They said it hits hard and quick. Rapid strike. It's multiple strikes. So, and and I chose Rillaboom as my starter, who's Grass. I don't have a very strong Water representation on my team. Um, I actually. I don't really have anything good water on my team, so I would actually choose the Rapid. Did you strike just get a Red Gyarados? From what
0: I'm never gonna use that. Oh shit! I'd be riding the Whatever it is, my boy, man. I did
1: get a shiny Gyarados, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use that. I like to use the
0: new guys. I don't
1: love. I see. Use... I don't
0: think I ever had a Red Gyarados, so to me, that's a new Pokemon. You
1: you played Gold and Silver. You definitely did. You have to in that game. You're forced to.
0: Really? Because mm-hmm. ever... if
1: your Tyranitar was level 100, that means you got past the Lake of Rage. So you, no matter what. Now, granted, we were
0: nine. no. I think I, I think I beat him. Like, can you beat him or catch him? I don't. I
1: don't know if you, you could probably just kill him. Uh, I Maybe you I, didn't know what a shiny was back then.
0: I think I just killed him because yeah. I don't think I ever had a red Gyarados.
1: That's. I'm. I'm crying tears
0: for you. That's why I said you had a red Gyarados. Like, shit, you to be in my party. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I. I'm gonna go on a shiny hunt for other things and try to catch other shiny variants. But the water representation Sword and Shield isn't wonderful. So for me, I'll probably go Rapid Strike. But there you go, more legendaries. Like. For this money, they're not just saying, here's Pokemon. They're saying, we're going to create brand new ones. And, oh, by the way, they're legendary Pokemon. yeah uh, that,
0: driver, There's Pokemon, <laughs> you bastard.
1: All the Galar starters will be getting Gigantamax forms. Rillaboom gets into a giant drum set. He's got a huge kit, and he's playing all these different drums. Uh, uh, what's his face? Um... Cinderace gets a huge soccer ball and with like a ghost face and like long ears, and then Inteleon, who is my least favorite starter, goes up into its tail extends super long, and it gets a giant sniper rifle. Uh, as you know, it's like James Bond the Pokemon, and it's in like a hunter's yeah. sniper. I was perch. like, huh? it's, that's it, different. It, it, did Pokemon's yeah. e for everyone, but they gave one a sniper rifle. Yeah. It let different. just let that it's different. soak it's in. Different. Um, I have all three starters and fully evolved, so I think I will uh, definitely be Gigantamaxing my Inteleon because that is a cool Gigantamax form. Um, but this was the one thing where I don't agree. I, I can see why they did it, but a lot of people are saying, "Okay, this is all really cool, but these starters really could have been Gigantamaxed in the main game. Yeah. Probably could have been given, or at least maybe a free update or something. Now, like this shouldn't be paid. Yeah. This and, should be a free." And thing.
0: the Gigantamax that grew on you, right? The what Gigantamax, did
1: Dynamax still doesn't? When you just get
0: bigger, yeah, that cool. I I don't know how I would get behind that for
1: something that'll happen in the. Um,
0: it's like what is Tundra, it? Power Rangers. The,
1: k- kinda, it's exactly what it is. It's, I mean, you're read not, it, do your thing. You're not far off. The Crown Tundra will do something cool with Dynamax that I can get behind, but Gigantamax has grown on me because uh, you change the form that looks different, yeah. and also you get your Gigantamax move, which fucks the battlefield up and does different things to the battle so that's got a lot more strategy behind it so that's what I like Gigantamax Four. but they said okay you we gave you Gigantamax Charizard in the main game when you beat the game we're also going to give you Gigantamax Venusaur and Gigantamax Blastoise
0: Venusaur, his flower got bigger, so that's his shield to protect him. But That's, that's always his yeah. shtick.
1: His flower just gets bigger
0: I, bigger. I wasn't really a fan of that, but I was a fan of Blastoise. I thought he looked He
1: badass. has a whole damn artillery
0: on his back. Yeah, that's why I was like Blastoise. I mean, he looks like he got a little fatter, a little bigger. You know, he packed on some weight here, but I, I think he He's looks He's already badass. a chubby
1: boy. I think... I mean, Blastoise is my favorite starter. Not, not even close. And, like, to add to that makes me hype. I mean, it makes me hype that I'm going to get my boy Squirtle back in the game. So maybe yeah. that'll be my water representation and I will go with the Fighting Dark of uh, Urshifu. Because, like, how can I not have a Blastoise in my party? I love Blastoise so much. Maybe even my favorite water type ever. Um, but they look damn cool. And we'll, we're going to eventually have some photos up on, the, uh, on our social medias. We don't currently... Um, we're also going to get 100-plus new types of fashion. A lot of people out there, a lot of people love the fashion element, and you can customize your Rotom bike. That's a first. I like the fashion thing. It's not my favorite part of the game, but I a mean, lot it, of people it's love cool
0: it. It's cool that the option's there, but that's something to me that I wouldn't be wasting my money on. What
1: I, what I think I'll go for, because they they a lot of the options where you can dress up like Marnie, Chairman Rose, a lot of the villains from the old games... I think I saw. You can dress up as a team, uh, team yell grunt with like the punk oh, haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can do that, I'm in, You're and team I would, grunt. and I would love it even more if I could go to Team Skull because they are still my favorite team yeah. from Gen Seven. That rapping was so funny. I love that theme. Sk- sk- skull, da- da- da, so fucking. Dope. I mean,
0: that's good, but I, I think I'll always be Team Rocket.
1: What I, I you know what Always. in Let's Go you can dress up like Team Rocket. That's cool. See, That that's was my
0: costume the whole game. Yeah, I, as that, soon as that's I cool. got. It. I think when you that go would to, probably be something I would spend my money on.
1: I th- you get it for free oh, when you go. I think when you beat them in Silph Co., like when you have to they behind the hidden. Here, join our team.
0: I think like behind
1: the hidden poster, you hit the switch and then you go throughout the pads and you have to go to Giovanni and beat him. I think after that battle, they give you the rocket wear, the rocket thing. I don't know. But that's what I wore the whole rest of the game. My big hope here is that they didn't show us everything today. I really hope that that was just the start of it and we get more extra gyms, we get more hidden story elements, more features. Maybe in the actual gallery region we get little side towns or maybe we can go into places we weren't able to before. I hope that they didn't just blow their load today no. and that we didn't just get holy shit and then nothing till June. Like
0: that... Like or and you play it and it's only an hour of gameplay. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, that's it?
1: Even five is is for thirty dollars, even five is not that much. I'm I'm talking ten hours each. I need Easy. And now Pokemon's the type of game that you could play for hours and I'm I'm already up to eighty hours in sword and shield. Yeah. And so you could just go hours and hours and hours just from catching things yeah. and battling. So it's like a game that is better than the sum of its parts, but uh, from a gameplay story perspective, I need chunk if i'm going to be paying half the price of a full game i want a good chunk of story they also said okay pack number two coming fall 2020 the crown tundra very cool. This was my favorite. I'm a snow guy. I'm an ice guy. I like the cold. I don't like the, the warmth of the Isle of Armor. Give me that cold, frozen tundra. Boy wishes I was born in Michigan, Minnesota, or Wisconsin. I love the great North Canada's my favorite thing. I love hockey and Degrassi. So, uh, yeah, I would love the idea of this. You get appointed by a mystery person. We don't know who that is yet. To lead an expedition through the tundra. They said there's a new legendary, Calyrex. Which is a deer, I think, grass psychic with Zelda triforces all around its neck. Then
0: we already have it—a uh, deer, multiple. Well, okay. So I was going to say I was—we've thought... also
1: already had bears. So I'm like,
0: yeah. you I'll gotta say... pick some other animals. Yeah. But go with an
1: elk. They're bigger. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I did like that it had try the triforce. I mean, it's your typical Queen of England thing. It had the big poofy crown like they would have in old time England, and it had—if uh, you've ever seen like a queen have like the fluffy, frilly white. Yeah, scarf-looking thing around her neck. That's what this thing has, except it's a bunch of Triforces from The Legend of Zelda, which is good good crossover action there. I like that. You can go deep into the underground, into Pokemon dens. So those dens in the wild area with the glowing light coming out of it, you're actually going to be able to travel into them uh, in this tundra, at least that's what they say, with friends in a new co-op mode. Not just going up to the glowing light, hitting it, and then ending up in the dungeon. Den, I'm talking you and a friend get together, and you can explore a dungeon together. That
0: sounds cool. No, that's but the, so the only way to actually do that, you have to have a you have to, you have to play with a friend there.
1: Who has the well? No, you could do it alone.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. The, the option okay.
1: there, you could do it co-op, but that person has to have the
0: DLC as well. No, you and you both would have to have sword.
1: I don't know. They didn't announce that. I I, um, I was
0: going to say, I didn't hear, like, you um, could cross play shield and sword. I
1: I would imagine. But because you are going in there to find legendaries and all the legendaries, which is the next piece of news, uh, you can now find every legendary from the past games. And they're doing them in Dynamax form, which is, that's what I like. They're giving me a huge legendary. Holy shit, I got to beat this legendary. And holy shit, he's giant. That's where I like the Dynamax thing. Because every Legendary is going to be available in both, I'd imagine you can probably go
0: cross-game there because yeah. there's not
1: any exclusive version Yeah,
0: I-, I would like to think so. I, I still just don't like the giant the, 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 i don't like the giant pokemon i yeah. think of fucking power rangers
1: yeah and there's also an episode of the anime in season one the the seasons we watched where the they go to an island of giant pokemon it turns out i think they're robotic yeah
0: that's uh, exactly what it was i think it
1: was but uh that was the first one i was even like uh, it's even in the theme there's a giant venusaur in the theme song yep. from the old game or maybe a big charizard too so like i'm like the giant thing doesn't get me but if you're gonna Dynamax and get big for one type Legend, Can you imagine a giant
0: Rayquaza? No, I mean, I figured they're hard enough normal size. That's
1: what I think would be cool, though. It gives me additional challenge to where I don't just feel I could just go into a den, catch it, go into a den, catch another one, and my gameplay is done. Give me a challenge. I don't
0: want to see a Pikachu, you know, gigantic. I don't need to see, you know, like, I I don't know. That's just me, though. I was
1: going to say, a lot of people do. There's 800, 900-something Pokemon. Of all, let's just call it 900. Of all nine hundred, every single one of them is someone's favorite. True, true. Simple as that. And you know, there except are, Weedle, no one likes Weedle. There's probably five hundred that I don't give a fuck about. Eh, whatever. You kind of just maybe even more. Uh, let's see. Yeah, like they said, the old legendaries and previous games are all going to be attainable. That's going to be awesome to go on like legendary hunts. I think of like Destiny. We go on legendary raids or or monster raids, mo- or Monster like Hunter, yeah. or Borderlands when you team up with friends and go attack the boss. Like. That to me sounds really cool. The problem with that is Nintendo's online blows, and there is no voice chat, which could you know mm. make it a little bit more difficult. I think that's going to kind of suck. You guys could text each other. We're going Facetime or Skype like that. So yeah,
0: Discord or something like we that. We pay
1: twenty dollars a year. Granted, it's not a lot. It's still something. Throw give, us a bone. Give here. us something. Throw though. us a bone here, Scott. <laughs> Throw us a freaking bone here, Scott. They teased. Uh, out of all the legendaries, they showed them all, and they even showed this big cathedral with Reggie Ice and Reggie Rock and Reggie Steel. And then they showed two new Regis. They showed a yellow one, and they showed a red one. An electric, and a dragon. Uh, it's the ones with the dots on it. And it's like, you're going to give us new Regis. We haven't seen new Reggie legendaries since generation three. So, not only are you giving us the new legendaries in Cubfu and Uchi Foodie, whatever, and Calyrex, you're giving us new legendaries based off of old ones. That's fucking yeah.
0: cool. Did, did I see Entei?
1: Oh, uh, available to catch eventually. Okay, yeah, he'll okay, be available okay. in there to, in the Dynamax forms. Not only did they tease us with two new Reggies, and this is where I think you and I maybe even differ the most. I got a text earlier when I was. uh. In, we'll call it my office. Yeah. Taking a shit. And uh, I got a text from somebody and it said, Yo, this direct is badass. I can't believe we're getting the, we'll say it now, Spoiler. the, the <laughs> Galarian forms of the Cantonian birds, legendary yeah. birds, and we're getting 200 new Pokemon to get me to the 600 I've always said would be the number. And I was like, Dude, you're so right. Like, this is going to be awesome. I'm rock hard right now. da 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 da. Thought it was you the whole time for an hour. Thought it was you. Got home and you texted me about something, and I looked and I was like, "Where the fuck are the other texts?" I went back. It was Jim.
0: Oh wow! The whole time. The whole time well, because I told you that. I won't be able to watch life after work anyway, so I had no. I couldn't, it was, I couldn't. But watch. it was after
1: work. It was. This was oh, wow. five fifteen, five thirty. So I'm like, oh my god! Till so like when I texted you about yo come a little later. That's when I saw the text and I was like, where are the other ones? In oh my god! The birds? Oh my god! This was Jim. That
0: was that was like hours later. Yeah,
1: it still worked out. Yeah, don't get me wrong, because yeah. I didn't say anything about like come over to the podcast or anything like that. But that I was
0: like. I'm here. Because my.
1: I thought my boy was, like, jacked up like me on this direct, and I was like, oh, my God, but you actually feel a different way. We are getting Galarian Moltres, Galarian Articuno, and Galarian Zapdos, and it doesn't sound uh, like after
0: you nah, saw them, that you're a big fan. It, it didn't woe me. Like, what I said to you just I was, like,
1: pleased, I hope it's not just because they're not the originals. No,
0: I, it's just, that's that's where my nostalgia is. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting older, and I'm losing my, like, the love for I had for Pokemon, but when I think of them, like, that's, what I don't know, What I, I'd rather want to see, like, a tuned-up version of, like, an HD version of how they look. Not I mean they, they I guess they look cool, but I still like the originals, man.
1: Counter-argument. Okay. There have been a ton of, especially in Sun and Moon that you played, Alolan forms that you liked. Muk looks awesome. But I,
0: I love Muck. But
1: Alolan Muck is
0: awesome. But he but he looked awesome. Right. I, I I will I can't say that for everyone. Like I didn't like how Moltres looked. I only one I liked was Articuno. Articuno looks bad. No, that's, but that's the only one I... If I had to say, Sam, you only pick one, I would pick yeah, Articuno. Me, me
1: too. And Articuno, I think, looked the best out of all three of them. I would actually go uh, Articuno, Zapdos,
0: uh, and then Moltres. Yeah, like, Moltres uh, is like, and, easy number three. And Moltres
1: easy. is also my number three in the normal Cantonian version. I don't love Moltres. He's very boring, legendary to me. He kind of just looks like Ho-Ho that caught fire. Uh,
0: See, I, I would probably be Zapdos three... Really? Yeah, Art- I always loved Articuno. Yeah. I was, was, was always my boy. Same. And but I but I always liked uh Moltres. I really? I was always a fire guy. Yeah, you were. I loved Tarzar, right, so that right, was my right. guy.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. Zapdos was like but anyway, uh and for the new one, Zapdos I actually like. They are giving him like almost like a prehistoric he's got like big thick thunder thighs. Um but yeah, he's, been, it,
0: he's doing he's doing his squats. He
1: he has definitely didn't skip leg day. And uh I think they all look badass. I think even Moltres looks cooler. I would still put Moltres number three. But for me, I love when they take a spin and just give it a shot. Does Galari and Meowth look dumb as shit? Yup. Yeah. But it's better than not having anything. And I just like that we're getting something to be excited about or new forms of some, an Something different. It's, so- it's something that you're taking something old and making it new again. And I think like even if you miss the mark... It's still cool that it's there. Yeah. That's my, that's and, my, and, big
0: thing. and it's something that I think it's, I feel like it was more cartoonish. So okay. I feel like this was kind of thrown towards, I guess, maybe the younger crowd. I feel like if you go back, look older, I feel like they don't, I don't know, like it wasn't for like, I don't know, I just felt like the new one was more for kids and the other one was like more for like teens.
1: You mean the original? Yeah.
0: No, that, 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 that's just, that's just my thought on it. Yeah. I, I just mean, thought they looked, they looked just a little cartoony.
1: Uh, Moltres I could see, Articuno looked like he was straight out of Legends of the Hidden Temple, looked like a big rock with ice eyes, it was pretty cool, Zapdos like I said, uh, Zapdos is the one that I think is getting mixed reaction uh, on the internet, the one that I've seen at least most, most people like Articuno is a 10 out of 10, Moltres got an upgrade, but Zapdos, I like Zapdos' idea of being a very staticky bird with very sharp edged and all this stuff. And it was one of my first ever Pokemon cards. So I have that kind of tie to it, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, But you are in a yellow hoodie.
1: Uh, And yellow is one of my favorite colors. Now he's orange. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know if it's a type change. It looks like Moltres is still fire. It looks like Articuno is still ice. So I would have imagined that Articuno is, is electric. But Toxtricity. Zapdos is. Zapdos, electric. I'm sorry, you're right. Toxtricity has been my electric type, and Boltund have been my two electric types, so I don't know how much I'd use Zapdos. I do also, in all fairness, have a couple cool ice types, Mr. Rime, and um, uh, Snom, and Frostlass, and – not Frostlass, um, Frostmoth. So, like, I I have – kind of don't need these legendaries i also have a very strict rule when i battle friends that i don't use legendaries that has been a rule for us going back to fucking gen one when we used link cables we are not allowed to use legendaries uh i love like i said that both of these uh areas will be bigger and better than wild areas and they said yeah here's new pokemon here's new legendaries but guess what we heard you um, and personally, I think they didn't hear us, and they're just adding new Pokemon. I think this was the plan all along. Start with 400, and then you have a reason for people to buy them. That's a little shitty, but they're giving 200 new Pokemon.
0: And it's just they realized that they weren't going to have all 600 finished in time for the release date that probably Nintendo had it for them. So, okay, we'll give them 400. Give us six months. We'll have 200 more. I almost, Which is a, it's a, it's a decent plan.
1: I almost disagree. I almost think that this was the plan all along. You think? It mm-hmm. could be takes it's a lot, It might take a lot longer than six months to, to render 200 HD models. So I don't know, though. I, I'm not a developer. So yeah. the thing is, we don't know yeah. the answer to that question. But here's the really cool part, because people are like, oh, going to pay $30 to get the 200 Pokemon that I deserve. First of all, you're entitled to go fuck yourself. Secondly, no. Sam, if I buy the DLC and you don't, and you say, I want those 200 Pokemon. Oh, and by the way, I want all the new legendaries and all that. You can have it because even if you don't buy the DLC, I can still trade you those new Pokemon so you can still have them even if you
0: don't buy them. That's a great move by Game Freak. So – your Pokédex will rec- recognize the Pokemon like oh, okay. because
1: they're gonna. They said that they're gonna inco- they're gonna coincide the DLC releases with free updates that uh, update the okay, number so of Pokemon in gotcha. the decks so you can trade. So them. you'll get it. So like and and on top of that, if you have those Pokemon in bank or in home and you bring them into your game, you can do that too. So That's like cool. you can That's still cool. get these six hundred without buying yeah. or the total of six hundred without buying, buying the, DLC. the DLC. So like they look that out should, for people. That should shut you up. Yeah. Anybody who was bitching about a paywall behind Pokemon that, that have already been in existence, that should shut you up. Um, I, I hope that um, that holds true. It sounds like they would. They have no reason not to kind of keep their word on that. Uh, again, like I said, free updates are coming um, throughout the year. And the first one happened. Right now, this is the last piece of news on the Direct. Right now, you can actually go in Pokemon Sword and Shield to Wedgehurst Station, the first train station in the game. Uh, the train is how you get around in Galar in some instances. And when you get there... Either, what's their names? Either Clara from Sword or Avery in Shield will be waiting for you in the station. They're going to give you a little bit of a tease of the new areas. They're going to give you a tease of the DLC. And then all of a sudden, a Galarian Slowpoke walks into frame and you can catch it level 12 and then you can evolve it when the DLC comes. So they're giving everybody this free Slowpoke. But of course, if you want to evolve it, which you're going to have to if you want to fill the decks because... Remember there's gonna be two really empty slots in your decks. If you don't buy it, it's gonna give some people the urge to go buy the so DLC just to
0: evolve. So it's either and you can't get all three. So it's either you get Slowbro or Slowking.
1: Um y- yes. What I would recommend you do is you take your Galarian Slowpoke, you breed it, get another and you one. get another one, and then you just go to each area. You can get Slowbro in the what's it called again? The Isle of Armor, and you can get Slow King in the Crown of Tund- in the Crown Tundra. I would just breed it twice, so I have one Slowpoke, one Slowbro, one Slow King, and I'm I so you know. have the whole family. And I'm Smart. on my way. That's my next mission: um, is to get a living Dex, aka one of every, every single, single type, or every single Pokemon, no matter what, including the pre-evolutions and all that, at one time. I That's just hope least.
0: you have unlimited box holders for all your. You Pokemon. do, Why you do. They, have
1: a, they give you a lot of box space, but that was the Pokemon Direct. I can throw away my notes um gone forever super fun i'm glad game freak did this i would have like i said preferred a regular nintendo direct i want to know what i'm going to play this year but at the end of the day i know that i am be playing a shit ton more of pokemon shield
0: more huge news huge new batman game teased again by wb montreal in any
1: other week this is the probably lead the lead hundred
0: percent and I think we wanted this maybe last year. We wanted a couple of announcements. We were hoping for. A we got May one. Game. We
1: got one in September. Yeah, and it was a sim- similar thing. We got the first tease in September. We actually talked about it a, lo- a lot on this podcast about the Court of Owls and what is that? And you gave a detailed explanation of the Court of Owls. But WB came out today and said, "Boom, uh, capture the night." And it gave us half a logo on one social media platform. And then another social media platform, it gave us the other half of the logo and said, capture the night." And then on Instagram, it put them both together and said, redacted. And gave us the whole logo. It's available on our Instagram right now. We're getting it. It's just a matter of time till we get Batman, Arkham, the Court of Owls. I don't know what they're going to call it. But holy shit, my body is ready.
0: I would just love to see kind of the Court of Owls kind of just taking over Gotham. You know, when Batman don't know what to do, We can't Quick find him. Quick refresher
1: for the people that don't know what that is. Just kind of
0: quarter, quarter valves was introduced by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, which they are probably the best new Batman villain that I can think of off the top of my head. They basically, they've been ruling. So they're
1: not the Knights of Ren.
0: They are not. They are not. They've been secretly running Gotham forever. And Bruce Wayne and Batman has never known all these years. And finally, he's picking up clues. You find Uptown, their assassin, all this other stuff. But my kind of hope for the game is kind of, they're taking over Gotham. They're doing everything. and And he starts going to each villain to try to find out, like, like, I want all the villains, I want his whole rogues gallery, he's like, what do you know about the Court of Owls? I want him going everywhere, what can you find? And he kind of pieces it all together, and bam, you like meet up with Talon or something near the end. There's a
1: good shot of something like that, because even in Arkham Asylum, the first game that kicked off the Batman Arkham craze, you fight Mr. Freeze, Harley Quinn, the Joker, uh, uh, killer croc you fight them all in one game so to have all of batman's rogues gallery to be in one game you got a great shot i
0: that. mean i it don't matter i don't care what the game is i buy it immediately I, o- I don't care the
1: only downside to this game the only downside is that arguably the worst one in the franchise some people say arkham knight um, is Arkham Origins. It was the third one, Arkham Asylum, then Arkham City, then Arkham Origins. Yeah, that Origins. was one
0: with the, a lot of Batmobile missions.
1: Well, that was Arkham Knight was the Batmobile was missions. Yeah. I know Arkham, you don't like it, Fuzz. my bad. Arkham Origins was arguably the worst one made and that was the only one made by WB Montreal who is making this one, not Rocksteady. It's- Rocksteady is the original developer. I, so, like, some people might have a problem. I with that. love them all. Like, when people are like, oh,
0: I hate this one, it's like the only thing I can really. I can, I can see Fuzz's point for, like, the last on there. There it's was a lot of. There was a lot of Batmobile. I can hear like that. like 50%. It,
1: it, it, it's, it's a lot.
0: And there was, it's a little lazy. Like we were talking, like, what if he never gets out the Batmobile the whole game? Like, just joking. But it, it don't matter what it is because I have to get his Batman. Uh,
1: and not even that. It's, the Arkham games are pristine. They're arguably. One of the greatest video game franchise collections in the history of gaming.
0: Now, will this be a PS5 and yeah. Xbox release? No doubt. And I'd, okay.
1: and I'd imagine we're getting a backwards Xbox One, PS4 version. I think we're going to get versions for both. But at the same time, you can kind of say that for a lot of games right yeah. now. Like, we're just going to get both. And that might not be a reality. I am I think we're at a point now. Let's see. We're in January. The game's clearly been in development for a long time. Uh, PS5 hits holiday along with Xbox hits holiday. I could see this being an October, November release with like a launch title, but at the same time, so can everything else right now. Like we're kind of predicting to be launch titles. I hope for this to be a summer release. We get a early February debut, um, summer release right around E three, the big summer game to get us through. Um, even though Avengers, see now Avengers launches in May, so to like if DC wanted to go big thumbs or big middle fingers to Marvel, they could release this.
0: They could in June. And we, we but we don't know how long how long that they been working on this game. We don't know how far it's, they are. I mean I mean Knight I imagine was, it's early.
1: Night was I think fifteen. So I'd imagine at least three, maybe three and a half, four years. I'd imagine they got pretty quick. Well, even no, you know what? Night was rock steady. So they could be working on this game since 12, 13. Yeah. because that's when Origins came out. There's what a lot you, of potential here.
0: I would love if it was a PS five release. Like, like a launch time. Oh my god.
1: I mean, I've promised myself I didn't want to get one of the new consoles just because money is going to be really tight.
0: But if something like that's teased... You got
1: Halo. You got a potential, like, God of War sequel. You got maybe Uncharted, new Uncharted game. And then if you get a Batman game, that's almost like...
0: Take all my money. Just defeat me. (laughs) You've you've won. Just take it. Yeah, I agree. Now we got some more AGDQ 2020 updates.
1: Yeah, and... JGDQ is going on now again. If you're, especially if you're listening to this on the 10th, uh, the day the show has been released, there's still two days left Friday and Saturday. I just want to give a quick shout out to some of my favorite runs so far of the week. Um, unexpectedly, expectedly, unexpectedly, like I knew this game would be fun. I didn't know how fun covert muffin, uh, on Sunday, and all these are available on YouTube, so go check it out, or go to Games Done Quick's Twitch channel, you can watch the VOD video on demand there. Star Wars Escape from Yavin for The La- the Lost Maps is a, a mod created by a- the fan community, and this game is so broken, this guy did some of the craziest, glitchiest, funniest shit ever, and made this Star Wars run just a ton of fun. Uh, really hyped Super Mario Bros. 3 race was great. Um, what are some other good ones? This was Oddly a good, fun game to watch. Razor Freestyle, freestyle Scooter. The, oh, uh, yeah. The N64 version of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but on a Razor scooter. Beaten in uh, just under 11 minutes.
0: Dude, it, it, was, it almost sounds like you just made it up.
1: It played decently solid. It wasn't like a terrible, broken game like we would expect a Razor scooter game to be. Uh, except for the fact that you can do a backflip, cancel it halfway through, and get full credit for the move. Other than that, yeah. to keep your combo going pretty high, it was a pretty hype run. Uh, I love the Act Razor race between Metroid McFly and Sin, and that's a little bit of personal bias because Sin is actually a friend of mine. Uh, he was one of my first supporters when I streamed Mario. He was the first ever race I ever did was wow. against him he beat me he beat me he beat up <laughs> and then i and then i whipped that ass the second time but he got to race one of the greatest speedrunners in history metroid mcfly on a gdq stage for his first ever run he lost by less than a minute oh wow so god what a great yeah, race that's cool shout out to my boy sin uh another really really fun uh run that i got to watch was eagle island in 47 minutes i never heard of this game and I watched it. What a beautiful game. Looks awesome. And I go on Switch today. Switch just dropped 93 games on sale, and it's one of them. Uh,
0: Figures. Yeah, it's like 8 bucks now. I think there's a method to their madness there.
1: Who knows? Uh, let's see. Another fun run was Super Castlevania 4 in just under 40 minutes. Pokemon Sapphire. Uh, glitchless. Completely glitchless. Just 2 hours and 14 minutes done by Gunner wow. Maniac. Pretty fun run there. And For $75,000, the crowd unlocked the first bonus game of the run, maybe the second bonus game of the marathon, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out of Nintendo. Awesome. Now we all love Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. We've all seen it beaten 100 million times before. Speedrun, all that stuff. Let me tell you how this game was beaten. Sinister and Zalard, the top two uh, Mike Tyson's players in the world, decided, you know what, we've raced before.
0: They play one-hand, I think.
1: They've played one-handed before. Let's do that together. Jesus. So they played two players, one controller blindfolded.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: They beat the game in 24 minutes, completely blindfolded that's disgusting. where one player held a, or controlled A and B and the other player controlled the directions.
0: That's that's it's, insane. It's a piece
1: of mastery. Yeah, that's insane. If you want to get I wonder how in, long they practiced. Hundreds, thousands of hours. Yeah. Now, granted, they're the two best players in the world. And at the end of the day, Mike Tyson's punch out's a rhythm game. Yeah, You can actually just mes- memorize the entire thing. Um, so it's a little bit of like muscle memory, yeah. too. But, Sam, if you want to spend 24 hours just mesmerized, watch this watch YouTube that. video. I might even just post it on our Facebook for people to watch and say, this is why I love speedrunning. It is a sight to behold. Terraria, uh, this game went way overestimate. It was supposed to be an hour. went an hour and nine minutes. Never even finished. They actually had to cancel the run. Um, it was a terrible... Terrible I don't like the game, but Badger is is LSD in human form. This guy was fucking Crazy. wild. Yeah. There was like there was a donation and he stops playing. The speed run. Yeah. He stops playing, turns to the camera. What? That's so much money. That's awesome. Everybody loved his positivity. Yeah, yeah. He was funny and stuff, but at the end of the day,
0: bro. So you at least beat the game, you bro. You didn't finish your yeah. run,
1: bro uh let's see they had a relay race of the legend of zelda one two and a link to the past i haven't watched it yet i heard it was real hype um another one that was really really good was super monkey ball 23 minutes and 41 seconds the original monkey ball and then they actually had master mode which was a lot of fun um they had cadence of hyrule i watched that last night I woke up at 1.30 this morning to watch Mega Man 4 through 6 run relay Jesus. style. Then I went back to sleep, but I caught that whole thing. That was a lot of fun. They had Awful Block this morning. Uh, then they had Resident Evil New Game Pro. The Last of Us left behind DLC, beaten in just 5 minutes and 53 seconds. And Sam, as we speak, right now, Devil May Cry 5 is being
0: beaten. So. Now, that, that's awesome, number one. Now, do you know what they donated so far? What are they up to?
1: Uh, when I checked, it was... Because like I, I know six hundred thousand.
0: We I think they're more that Because I believe I thought Pino snapped me. And I thought they were over eight hundred. They could
1: be. Let's take a look.
0: Yeah, take take a quick peek. Because I'm pretty sure he snapped me and it said over eight hundred. I uh, thought that's what it said, unless
1: currently nine seventy
0: one.
1: So that's great. I would estimate that they're gonna do now. They have what? They have the rest of Thursday, all of Friday, and all of Saturday. So they have two and a half days
0: left. You think they'll hit two?
1: I think they're going to hit close to four.
0: Oh, you think they're going to do that much?
1: They did three six last time. Nice. The True. big, the last day is the biggest day for donations. That's when everybody comes gets in. them in. Plus, then you have all the charities that have been raising money. They kick in twenty five thousand dollars at one time, and it gets all this uh, hype dude, shit.
0: What does one of the coolest things about it, Just is you're bringing nerds together, every and making money for this. It's it's great. It's it's
1: all charity, which is great. Um, I remember being in that room for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Which, by the way, thanks for shouting us out on Instagram. We appreciate you, Prevent Cancer. Uh, who sponsors AGDQ and shouldn't say sponsored that's the charity that yeah. uh for AGDQ that they donate to um, Doctors Without Borders for SGDQ but uh, <clears throat> I remember being in the room in 2017 for AGDQ when they hit a million and at that time I want to say it was either 1.3 or 2.3 was the record uh, but when they hit 1 million the room went nuts as a matter of fact I still have it on video on my phone to never forget what a hype moment that was. Yeah, and you were there, right? Yeah. You and uh, Alan Santos. Alan Santos. We're talking. We're still talking about going back. It's it was one of the best
0: weeks of my life. Yeah, you want initial the best. It PS5's logo has been revealed, and it's the exact thing we expected. Yeah. Simple, same style as PS4,
1: and that's not a problem. No, I, a good dude, thing.
0: I think why why reinvent the wheel? Yeah, you're, you're just putting a five.
1: That's it, it. You're you're they took away the four, they put a five. It kind of looks like an S. Um, I think it looks fine. Twitter had a good time with it, making memes. Somebody took away the uh, the S and they just put the P in the five because the five looks like an S, and they said, "My cat just got
0: a PlayStation." Psst, 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 oh psst, 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 psst. my god! Uh, that was that was pretty good. Lord of the Rings, Gollum confirmed for PC, PS5, Xbox in 2021
1: this was originally announced last march i assume they announced it as a ps4 xbox one game but uh because the new announcements of the new consoles and you know what this game's probably not going to hit in time let's just up res to the yeah. new consoles and that's all speculation but we're going to get a Gollum game and that could be good for a certain audience not for me but yeah uh, even, even i rest. and i
0: love the lord of the rings movies but this game nah grand theft auto 5 is now on xbox game pass
1: continuing to be the best value in gaming you have one of if not the greatest selling video game of all time now available for free as a part of your game pass subscription xbox is going to take some subscribers for that they're going to they're going to make some money off of that so people will download game pass just to buy this game or play this game and uh you know what it deserves right. its praise so. en-
0: enjoy you bastards alienware is basically releasing a PC Switch. Did you see this? The UFO? I, I did not.
1: The Alienware is releasing a so I, I have to pull up a photo for you real quick. You said it uh, looks
0: like a UFO?
1: No, it looks like a Switch. I'll show you. Alienware UFO. Oops. Oh, that's the title of it. Yeah, the actual console thing is called a UFO.
0: Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. It, it, it's, it's So the story. only thing they did was they cut the corners here? Right here on the bottom? Is that the only thing different? And the top. So that's the only thing different?
1: And these things come off, and you can play it in handheld mode, and it's got a little talking station stick that you can do. No, no Oh station. my! I was going to say, Jesus, they just completely ripped them. Yeah, Ali- Look, I mean, literally, Alienware's concept UFO is a switch for PC. Now, where this could be excellent, 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 is we all think that PC gaming... Is it's, I mean, clearly more powerful than console. A lot of, of people course, prefer e- easy, it, easy. mouse and keyboard, yeah. all this stuff. But the advantage that PC has over console while Xbox has its store and PlayStation has its store, and then Nintendo has the eShop, PC gamers they get the Epic Store, they get Steam, they get all these things to buy games from. Yeah. imagine having all of that in one box. Whereas when these Steam games give, get given away for free and Epic giveaways, oh, always
0: games deals. And yep. you
1: get all this shit. You can get these indie games for two, three bucks. Or on Switch, they're seven, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. PlayStation, they're five, six, seven. So you can get these dirt cheap indie games played handheld. That could be a really, really good entry point for a lot of gamers. I think this is a $500, $400 machine. Wow. That's just too much That's for too me rich. to play some indie games yeah. on because I am a console gamer through and through.
0: If I'm going to spend 500 500- I'm going to get the PS5. Which I think that is the Assuming price. Assuming that is the price.
1: Yeah. yeah, let's move into movies. And before we go into the stories, I wanted to share a, a listener who's been a diehard listener. We've shouted him out on the show before the Corner View, Tyler. He actually went to see uh, The Last Jedi and he – I'm sorry, The Last Jedi, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. And he sent us his thoughts and he, he had asked, hey, do you mind uh, if we read them on the air – and so, uh, guess what? I uh, said, hey, do you mind if I read them? And he said, absolutely not. So, here we go. And this is, by the way, we've asked for this. We said, we want a Star Wars fan to come on. This is the guy who knows all about Rebels and yep. Clone Wars and the Darksaber. And he hit us up talking about that. And behind none, it.
0: Neither of us have watched.
1: Right. Yeah. So, this is a giant Star Wars fan who wanted to give us his thoughts on The Rise of Skywalker, assuming that he loved it. And he said, I felt Ray should have said Solo instead of skywalker because of how she felt when uh, about han as a father figure i guess they didn't want another brother sister kissing thing like they did in the original trilogy yeah. uh the bb8 thing easy he's force sensitive fuck everyone else is when it comes to the chasm <laughs> jump yep, yep that was funny i like that uh he said <laughs> he's force <laughs> he said the knights of Great. ren The Knights of Ren will probably suffer the same fate as the other characters and won't get the kind of context and background of their characters until a side piece of fiction is written for them in a graphic novel or maybe an appearance in the animated series. And that's my whole problem. They're giving us so much main story lore inside stories. That's some bullshit. But overall, I saw the film twice. I enjoyed it. But just as I noticed with. Uh, Dr. Who's 2020 premiere, I wouldn't have cared about this movie if it didn't give me things like Lando, the rebel ship appearing, and the force voices that she heard. In the end, I just wanted them to play the hits and fanservice me to death. I'll admit that. But from a stakes standpoint and consequences standpoint, it felt like the trilogy just played with the invincibility cheat code turned on.
0: Uh-huh. zero zero risks taken. 100%. I, I couldn't agree with the, more with about the last sentence. Yeah.
1: And that's coming from a Dire Star Wars guy. I just—I mean,
0: I'm glad he enjoyed
1: the film. We say this and read this. Number one, to shout out a listener who enjoys the show. You're awesome, Tyler. But two, is it's okay to be a Star Wars fan and be critical of your of your stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Simple as that.
1: And that's for any medium Star Wars, Pokemon, Batman, whatever. It is okay to be critical. That doesn't mean you don't like it, it just means you see the bad shit that happened.
0: And I, I, I agree with him. That I think I would have liked a Han instead of.
1: I still Skywalker. go with Organa. I wish she said yeah. my last name to Organa. Dude, that would have been such a touching tribute to Carrie Fisher. Like. <laughs>
0: Here, Yeah, like honestly, once you said like Skywalker, anything but Skywalker. I just wanted to get. I think I got up. I was like, All right, I'm ready. It's Thank from God South. it was the is last South word North? of the movie. <laughs> Let's go. I, I didn't
1: even want to sit around <laughs> for. A, I had to Google if there's a uh, end credit. I didn't like, even wait around. Like, I just said, and we nope, say we're like,
0: he didn't feel the stakes. Is that that is yes, that one? Said, yeah. And that's kind of. I didn't feel like no one was ever in danger. Like I wasn't like threatened for anyone's life. Right. And even Ben and
1: everyone got away. And even ben. no one died.
0: Ben. Oh fuck! Ben, he fucking faded.
1: <laughs> that. He he! But even still, if Palpatine can uh, survive falling a million feet, having blue lightning and fire fi- rise up, and then the planet explode, I think Ben might be able to survive. Okay, so this okay, thing.
0: so Qui Gon Jinn still alive? Uh, we already know Darth yeah. Maul still alive from the animated stuff, but it's like ugh,
1: next, what would you think of the new uh, the new mutants trailers? Number two, this was the January sixth trailer. It's available on our Facebook. This movie is still coming out in theaters. I just,
0: nah. I never read. I never really read New Mutants comics. Uh, I don't really know anything about the characters.
1: You know Maisie Williams. You know the I, brother I, I, from Stranger I, Things. That's it.
0: That's uh, but like like even characters like comic wise, I, I have like I have no skin in the game. Like I'm going to see it because I how
1: big of an X Men guy are you? I know you're a big. Wolverine I, I would guy.
0: Say I was X Men was my animated series. That's probably the biggest X. Like everyone grew up watching the ninety two animated ninety two. One of the greatest intros. F- fantastic ever. that Custom they stole. That they stole, but really, yeah. Read that article after, you'll find out they legit stole it. Wow! But of course, I love the live-action movies. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, perfect. Logan, great movie. Yeah. Wow. No, no, no. I don't know why. I thought I was thinking of origins. That's all. That's Ryan Reynolds. Logan was great. I mean, it's it's just like it's the new moons. I don't. I don't know. This the tone. It feels a little off to me. People are hyped about. I mean, hey, great. I'm going to see it no matter what. It just I'm just going to go in kind of keeping my bar real low.
1: The big problem with this is they're trying to go with a horror vibe and it's PG-13. You're never going to be able to do what you want to do on a PG-13 rated film. And I I saw
0: people freaking out like, oh my God, the power's at the end. I was like,
1: does it? We've seen that before.
0: I was like, you showed a bear. Hey, ah! hey, that's
1: that's apparently a big deal.
0: Yeah, the, and everyone's like, Oh the bear. I was like, okay, but I mean, hey, listen it, again yeah, but it, for for X-Men fans, it's a big deal. No, no, again, that's for people who read the comics, I understand that's why you're exactly. me from a guy who didn't read the Pokemon it, just showed
1: another it. bear legendary and people are freaking out. So I gotta give yeah. it up for the bear. The bear is apparently the most yeah. powerful animal in, in the face of the world. <laughs> you know, all kidding aside, again, X-Men the new mutants is someone's favorite like, yes yeah, people yeah. will be hyped about this yeah
0: like, like people love you know deadpool and cable like, from new mutants
1: i could make a really sick joke i'm not going
0: to but this movie's gonna bomb 100 <laughs> and th- i just think like i told you from the beginning they're gonna release this to just try and recoup something
1: i think another movie that could potentially bomb will be the uh, new birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn we got trailer number two for this did, film today it. too I, 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 caved, I caved i caved um I just thought the trailer <laughs> wasn't terrible, dude. It was watchable.
0: See, I don't think, I don't think it's gonna bomb. I don't think. I think this movie is going to make money. Okay. It just it's did hard Suicide to, to it. it did. It even though it was critically shit on. It yeah. still made over eight hundred million, I think.
1: People like colors and sounds. This movie has flashy soundtrack. And, yeah, and, and the neon. And, and they gave you, it, they gave you
0: a little bit of the people. They, they, they gave you a they, lot of them. they showed you. The Neo McGregor put on the black mask. Mm-hmm. Which, if they don't, if he don't have an accident and that gets permanently burned on his face. You're gonna be I will be, I will be a little upset. Um, I don't like the version of Black Canary. To me, that's not the Black Canary I grew up watching and reading. Her, her being in a band singer—that's not my Black Canary.
1: There, there will be no Jared Leto Joker in this. They broke up, and there will be no Joker. They've said that. What's so all, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm with okay with. It. Let it, Harley it, shine. It, like, I just it, hate it, her it, accent. I hate the New York, like thick New. York. You're not funny. You're I not
0: just, just wish they could either bring back Arlene Sorkin or you get um. Tara Strong, it, it Tara just, Strong's great. Both what them, a like, great voice actors. Sorkin was she originated an animated yeah. series, and then Tara Strong took over. But I'm I'm going to see the movie no matter what. I have to Seeing the hyena. That was cool. Named I, after
1: Bruce Wayne. That was yeah, pretty good. That, that, it's like a fucking it, hyena so in a it's, bathtub. It's, it's, it's crazy. I
0: think it's it. There are different names in the comics. There's two of them. I forget. I forget both of their names. But I I do like that we're actually seeing a hyena. That's cool.
1: Some breaking news. Doctor Strange in the multitude of... I'm sorry. Doctor Strange in the multitude of madness has lost director Scott Derrickson. This dropped a couple minutes before we started recording tonight's show. Derrickson will remain on as a producer, as the executive producer of the film, but will no longer direct due to, quote, creative differences.
0: And he directed the first Doctor Strange.
1: Very weird to me that the uh, that he's still going to remain on as an EP who has a lot of creative control, but left the project as the director over creative differences. So that's a little weird to me, but got it. I mean, it's good that,
0: you know, obviously said, we left on dynamical terms, everything's fine, like, that's cool, but, and they're still saying they're on schedule, what, they start shooting in May... Uh, sometimes yeah, I, spring, I think, I think it was then because that because uh, Elizabeth also has to finish the show and then go right to that to continue there. I mean, hey, they'll, they'll find another director,
1: yeah. Love and Thunder, I, I think they said, is like uh, what's that, um, August. So, I guess Doctor Strange is, is probably the April, May, probably more towards May, yeah especially now if they have to find their new director I
0: mean, they got time they got time they, no, you
1: say no, that now we don't got to worry yet you got to get a new director not just a new stagehand but it's there's, a, there, a, there's big... a lot
0: of directors though tell that to the
1: uncharted movie
0: <laughs> true okay true they've lost more directors. and flash
1: <laughs> and Flash, yeah, yeah. which is fair they also said that flash is finally catching some footing which is which is good uh for you especially christian bale again another story that in the most other weeks would lead the freaking thing off christian bale may join the mcu in thor love and thunder
0: and I heard people saying, like, "What if he's better a Bill?" Which I would fucking love. Beta
1: it. Ray Bill would be a good choice.
0: That would be cool. I forget the other characters people were guessing. I'm Minotaur
1: I and Gore the God were the yeah, two That big was games. it. I wasn't.
0: I don't. I'm not really too familiar. Oh, I'm sorry. With, Gore the God Butcher with with Thor's lore. So I'm not too familiar. But Thor I, lore. I think Christian Bale. I, I love. You know, I love Christian Bale. Sure you do. Hey, he was in DC. Obviously, he was Batman. I don't think he could. Get, Get any more DC characters, why not see what Marvel has to offer? This is
1: yet another big, huge name that could be making the cross doing both DC and Marvel stuff. That's always a good thing, in my opinion, when you marry yourself to one thing. Listen, as much as I love God of War and Uncharted and Pokemon, I hate the fact that we have console exclusives. I hate that. Yeah. Now, do I love that Like I can only play Mario on my Nintendo? Of course and I, you so- do and i associate him with nintendo that's great but at the same time i want everybody to be able to play everything and i want everybody to be able to watch everything so for me to no longer if this happens for me to no longer associate christian bale with only the dark knight that's cool for me i like christian bale a lot
0: and i'd love to see him come over you yeah, see like i don't i like i just hope he doesn't get overshadowed okay so you said so when you say christian but you just you, you just think of like DC Batman.
1: I don't like American Psycho. Oh, I definitely. don't watch. I, love I that don't movie. like the movie that begins with an E.
0: Equilibrium. Thank you. Phenomenal. I don't
1: give a shit about Christian Bale's whole career. I don't he's great. Uh, the movie where he's fourteen pounds. I don't the machinist. Yeah, I don't watch those movies. So for like, me, I, I can keep going. If you
0: kept going. I can keep dialing all guy, that. You my know,
1: boy. I'm a Tom Hanks guy. You're a Christian Bale guy. You know, it just. If so facto, Yep. But uh, yeah, I don't care about Christian Bale's other career as much. Um, wasn't he just in Ford versus Ferrari? Yes, he was. Yeah, so he does. He does a lot of stuff, but I associate him as Batman. That's yeah, like yeah not wrong him. with that. So I'd like to look him as uh, in Thor, but I want him to be the main I mean, villain. I still think I still remember him in the Newsies, dude. Me too, um, dude. Chris Hemsworth and Christian Bale. If Christian Bale is the main villain, their chemistry on screen together will be miraculous. Yeah. God damn.
0: Oscar. Well, I know he's, if it is, he might bulk up a little bit because he he looked a little thin in uh, Ford Horse Ferrari. He can do whatever he wants to do.
1: He also, didn't he say recently, like, in actual, he's done changing his body. Yeah, he's,
0: so I think he's just maybe going to, maybe get a little toned again and then try to keep it like that.
1: Uh, Ryan Johnson uh, is working on a Knives Out sequel. Man, I can't wait to watch this. And
0: and that's based off Daniel Craig's character. Yeah. So I I didn't see Knives Out I don't even want to know. But I will. That will be seen hopefully within a month. Because I have to say, it's 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 getting rated. I'm hearing too many good things.
1: The second that it's available on digital, I'm going to purchase
0: it. Because if now. and if it's, a, I just don't want someone to ruin something for me, and then I'm going to be upset.
1: Well, the fact that that we already think the sequel is going to be based off Daniel Craig's character ruins the first one a little bit for me. Because now I know that he's going to live.
0: Or it could be a prequel, how he got there.
1: You don't know, Sam. You're right.
0: You don't. You you're don't right.
1: Know. You're right. I say that in all sincerity. Matt Reeves does another thing. I love it. Anytime we get a casting for the Batman, it's of the bigger ones, it comes from Matt Reeves' Twitter account. Yep. And uh, listen, Colin Farrell has been rumored to play the Penguin for two months, and okay. we covered the rumors on this show before. But now it's official. We're getting hobble pottle copple pottle whatever okay. he we're, says. We're getting him
0: his exact quote in the Twitter said, "Oz, is that you?" Question mark. And it's a GIF of just Colin Farrell like shrugging his shoulder. So it's like, is that a tease by him? Is that him? That's
1: a confirmation.
0: It's just that he threw that question mark. Anyone else? He didn't throw well, that question. Even, Oz is even, that you is but, a question, but but <laughs> it's no, not but, a statement. But a I question. was even like the Riddler. Like there, I don't think he put a question mark with the Riddler where you would assume the question mark was well, there. I
1: would assume Oz is that you is a quote from another from maybe the original Batman movie where Danny DeVito played the Penguin. Maybe he that's a line from the movie. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in a, is, in a decade. If it is, that could be a Christopher Walken line. So maybe. It. So it, and I haven't seen that movie in a decade, so I don't remember. It, it just – it's
0: all it – all, I, 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 like, I do like Colin Farrell. I just really hope that he can do something with
1: it. I was going to say, I don't want an Irish penguin, though.
0: Uh, he, but he can hide his he can hide his accent. Yeah, if you saw phone booth, he there's I no love accent. Film booth. There's I no there's no accent in that. That movie. is so he can
1: one of the most tense movies I've ever
0: seen. But it's it. funny. I, it's either you love that movie or you fucking hate it. Most people fucking and, hate and it. and I love it. And and, majority and, and, no hates no. It. I would say usually I'm always the one trying to talk to like fucking all oh, fucking phone booth. Sorry, I like movies
1: like that. Yeah. Movies that take a chance, man. Movies that you know what we're gonna set an entire hour and a half film.
0: In a film, did movie. you? Oh, you like the three main was Colin Farrell, Kiefer Sutherland, and Forrest Whitaker. That was it. That's a around the movie. And, was so, and
1: then you had a shit ton of extras just walking around the streets. And the whole point of that movie was it's a dialogue driven movie. You pay attention to the movie. Yep. It's not a movie where you can have it on in the background and go on your phone or whatever. It's a movie yeah, you pay and attention he played to. Stu. yeah, I still remember that <laughs> for that the shit. tense like, moments it, yeah. in that show. They did, they did. Uh, What's the word I'm trying to find? Like look for? They did a thriller very good. Uh, very well, I should say. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are working on another Jesus Evil Dead movie. God. But remember, Bruce Campbell, because he'll be more of a producer role. Bruce Campbell did retire from the Ash. I can't remember his well, name, They did the character. TV show. And they yeah, have to Ash. show he
0: said, I'm retiring the character. Right.
1: And now Sam Raimi said, I'll come back to direct if Bruce comes out of his retirement. I don't know. My I man's like 60, like I'm like, I think he's older than that. I'm I'm of two minds of this. Number one, I'd like to see something new because how many times can you go back to the well? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of tired of that character. Yeah. So it's I- like, ugh, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you yeah, don't. Yeah, I mean,
0: but We go direct something else. Uh
1: let's see. We got the box office, where the rise of Skywalker is if it hasn't by this minute, it's at a billion finally.
0: Yeah. I, I think It just crossed it, like legit just crossed it. As you get it, I will pull it up and check just to double check.
1: I was just, I'm not even going through the box office. I'm just going to the upcoming stuff. But like, because we know that Rise of Skywalker one, There's nothing that came out the end of this year that was really like, oh my god, we got to go see this. Um, We are going to talk about the upcoming stuff. Uh, Coming soon to theaters. This is the week of January 10th. So again, the day you're listening to this. Go to the movies now. See 1917. This movie is getting praise Everywhere. Some people saying it's already going to be one of the best films of the year. Then Underwater with Kristen Stewart. Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan. Like a Boss with Tiffany – is that Radish? Haddish. Haddish and Selma Hayek. Uh, Chapek. And uh, that's it for this week. And I would say 1917 uh, has a huge potential to dethrone Rise of Skywalker.
0: And Star Wars, only at 945,000 right now. Nine, mil, mil, uh, uh Oh, yeah. million. Excuse me. It was, Sorry, 9, it was like nine forty-five, nine forty-five.
1: Oh wow, nine forty-five, nine forty-five. Yeah, that, that's it, it, that's it, pretty yeah. neat. As we move to the TV section of the program, The Witcher season two will be more linear than season one. You had a gripe about the time jumps.
0: Yeah, it was you know for me being not really knowing too much of the timeline, it was a little confusing. And they
1: said this one will be a little bit more linear. And the team is also targeting a twenty twenty-one release.
0: I like that it's you know they're 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 giving us a year in between. Just there's, there's so much, there's so many shows. I kind of like that they're taking their time with it. But thank you for being more linear. I appreciate that.
1: Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would say,
0: I I, I want you to watch the this. News. I really want to hear your, opinion I watched the it. first episode,
1: the news. And Ashley even said like, she's like, do you have interest in the show? And then we started watching good girls. I think it's called where the three girls rob a bank or rob a grocery store.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. I think I saw it. it I was thought terrible. it would be it more was than, terrible.
1: I thought it would be more mature than it was. It's like kind it of terrible. It's kind of like PG. They don't even say hell. It's kind of weird. You're going to. You're going to have three like people rob a bank with guns and not say the word fuck? It's kind of weird. I didn't love it. Yeah, it's a I, I, I hard it. pass. Ashley can finish it without me. I think season two, they sell drugs. What are Ugh. they going to do? What are they going to do? Call it just weed? They're not going to curse. No,
0: they call it grass. Grass. That's right, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, paraphernalia. <laughs> uh, Ozark season three is dropping on Netflix March twenty sixth. Another
0: show that I've been slacking me on too. hardcore. I got to get on this and one, like, man. I am legit slacking. I, I heard such good things about this.
1: People say this is the best Netflix show.
0: Yeah, That's high praise. And someone said this is Bateman's best role ever. And I was like, wow. Because I love him in a lot of shit. Yeah, I even dodgeball, and that's we'll he see how it pays off. Cotton,
1: he is an announcer,
0: <laughs> even uh,
1: even in uh, oh, uh yeah. oh my God, what's this Will Smith superhero movie where he's drunk all the time? Oh, Hancock.
0: Oh, yep, Hancock. I liked him then. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the sequel.
1: <laughs> the CW renews almost its entire. No, le- like
0: it legit renewed everything. I had that, to like, take, except Arrow.
1: I had to, well, Arrow's done. Yeah, so I had to take a photo of all the things it renewed. So here we go for the 2021 season. All American season 3, Batwoman season 2, Black Lightning season 4, Charmed season 3. I
0: think that's a Charmed reboot. Yeah, it is reboot. Reboot. Or not reboot. Uh it's I think it's the same. Is it the same ladies older? Yeah. Older? Yeah, 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 okay.
1: Uh, Dynasty Season 4, The Flash Season 7, In the Dark Season 3, Legacy Season 3, Legends of Tomorrow for Season 6, Nancy Drew for Season 2, Riverdale for Season 5, Roswell, New Mexico for Season 3, and Supergirl for Season 6. This does not include Arrow, Supernatural, or The 100, as all of those three shows are ending with their current
0: seasons. And all three shows had a great run. i never seen The Even 100. Even The 100? I think that had like five, five six seasons. I and and I actually heard good things. I just I was like, I can't watch another show.
1: Robert Arameo, who played young Ned Stark in Game of Thrones, has reportedly been cast as Beldor in Amazon Prime's Lord of the Rings series, replacing Will Poulter of Black Mirror. So a nice little casting change
0: for I kind of like that. Like, I, I just know Will Poulter. I've seen him in a few things. Yeah. Especially with the one with uh, Jason Sudeikis, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, they have to travel like we across state lines, the comedy. I can't think RV. Of the no, it's... Fucking Robin Williams. I know. I'm just uh, oh, meet the... were the Millers? Yeah. Meet the Millers? Mil- no, we're the Millers. Yeah, we're the we're Millers. Millers. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, Actually, I, he's I, a good actor. I like him, but I, I just think, like this casting I think change. Emma Roberts is in
1: that movie. That's the first time I saw
0: her in anything. I'm maybe pretty sure. Maybe.
1: Uh, anyways, um, I liked uh, Robert Arameo as young Ned Stark, even though he says all of three words in Game of Thrones. Dennis Haysbert has been cast as God in Lucifer Season 5 on Netflix.
0: Is that where all state stands? Is that the same guy? I think it's the same guy as the Allstate guy, like or you're in good hands or something like that, or uh, Allstate. Or I think I think it's that guy. But number one, I I'm think I'm on the th- midway through the third season of Lucifer. I think this show is fucking yeah, phenomenal. Ashley loves it too. Freaking, Ashley's mom loves it, so you know it's good. He television. is phenomenal, and you may see him in a CW.
1: crossover if you're watching it. Oh uh, shit.
0: Oh watch it. Which is
1: going to end again in
0: uh All right, again and there's what next week, the final two episodes of the crossover, baby. CW.
1: Get hype! Yeah, that's awesome. There's Sam's like, definitely going to have some impressions. There's
0: only I think 7 people left in the universe. So let's see how we get out of this one. Like legit, there's 7 people, every world's destroyed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. That's <laughs> depres- yeah, yeah.
1: That's depressing. FX renews American Horror Story for 3 more seasons, Jesus 11, 12, and 13. Christ. Dude, apparently this last one got the show back on track after Roanoke, which was an utter unmitigated disaster of a fucking. Scene. I
0: never, I see, I think I saw one episode, and I was like, of Roanoke or just American Horror Story? Just one, where like, um, the dude that plays Spock was in it. So it was like season one or two. It was early.
1: I love season one, Murder House. That was one of my favorite seasons of horrorish television. Zachary
0: Quinto, the guy's name. Yeah,
1: that's the Murder yeah, House. Yeah. Then yeah, he was in. He was the one of the villains of Murder House. I loved him. He was in um, Heroes too. Yeah, he, he was, was the main villain in season All one. My Heroes. girls in it too. Hayden yeah. Panettiere, love her. My yeah. God, do I love her? She's fantastic. Oh, no. All right, let's move on to music. It's our last story of the week, and this is a review of a dear friend of ours, Jake Fine of Origami Crane. Um, also, obviously, an independent music uh, producer and musician uh, has come out with a, a couple different singles under his own moniker, Jake Fine Music, kind of a solo project. Uh, today, he has actually released a single called "Make a Move." He was nice enough to give us a review
0: copy what a guy.
1: Uh, ahead of time. I we've interviewed about forty bands on this show, and we still talk about Origami Crane as one yep, of our favorites.
0: Agreed, and I they got another hit on his hands.
1: Yeah, and this is another. Great single by a fantastic artist, and this is to me. I told you before the show. This reminds me of, and and Jake, I know you're gonna listen, and I know uh, you're. I hope you don't like take it personally or laugh at this, but this song reminds me of a 1995 R&B song on VH1. I I get like crazy. r and kind of soul vibes like i'm yeah. watching channel 18 on philly cable on my little set top box you have to hit the numbers on the top yeah. like this this brought me back to my parkwood living room honestly i could
0: like i could put all like i i do need to make like a just a mix of have because it's jake fine or got me crane so it's like i kind of stinks when they're mixed up i just want to make a playlist have them all and just kind of you know run through because it's like he's got four songs here two over here I want them all in one thing. Yeah,
1: God forbid you have to hit the back button.
0: My OCD is real.
1: <laughs> well, then you'd have to go from O to J, so I, I get you.
0: You know, my fingers. I, I've got arthritis. JK I'm getting old.
1: L <laughs> M N O P. you got about five letters to get through. That's a lot of scrolling in your iPod. I've seen it.
0: i got a lot of, a lot of bands in it. there. A lot of uh, bands.
1: Jay, congratulations on the release of your single, man. If you ever want to come back on the show, we're more than happy also, to have you.
0: Also, watch Dry Gun.
1: That's all. He also gave me the recommendation for Hunter Hunter, and, and, I, you love and I love yep. it, so it was my pick of the week a couple of weeks ago. Uh, really good song, again, like I said, that R&B vibe. Um... I love about a minute in when it when the rest of the instruments like kick yeah, in. Yep, it really, that's my favorite yeah. part. It really hits me uh, there. I've listened to the song probably about a dozen times. You've listened to it a bunch of times as well. Um, two for two, in my opinion, yeah. on his singles I being agree. released. Looking forward to it. You can actually find it if you go to Jake Fine Music or is it J Fine Music? Let me get the actual uh, Instagram. I think, I think it's Jake Fine. J Fine Music.
0: Oh, it is. J Fine. Okay. J
1: Fine Music on Instagram. You can have the link in his bio there. I'm assuming it's going to be available on Spotify, Um, because that's where I I maybe have a band camp. I'm not sure. Maybe the SoundCloud will go public, but I know it'll be on Spotify. Because and I think iTunes even. I think that's where you have it. Um, so I'm sure it'll be available for you on Apple Music and Spotify.
0: Well, that's where I had. Was it Bedroom Days? Yeah, that's where I have that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's available right now. As a matter of fact, Sam, we loved Origami Crane so much. You pre-ordered a freaking vinyl from them, so they could do an actual acoustic cut of. What you? Which song did you get? Turn around.
0: There's, no, was it, it wasn't square like one. Like a flame, like a flame. No, I think it was turned around. I, th- I, I think it was turned turn. around, and I only heard it at your house because I don't have a vinyl player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to go up. But in my it was bedroom. cool in beginning. They is for you, Sam. Like that, it was really nice.
1: That was. It was a nice touch. It was. Nice touch. Well, we always want to, uh, always want to give the honest opinions of our friends' works. It's it's easy when you get companies giving you free video games and and record. Um, pr department's giving you free records to review and, and your buddies dropping music to like just kiss its ass and tell it tell people it's good when it's not yeah we don't like to do that um matter of fact we've said no to a lot of interviews and a lot of um reviews just because the music didn't speak to yeah. us
0: and we don't just want to be that person just to just to kind of blow clicks. smoke on people's asses and, and to it. get clicks yeah.
1: and hope yeah. that the band shares the interview and we get a few yep. more downloads or subscribers we don't want to do that we'd rather um you know We love the artist, and we love the music, and that's what we want to promote. And when we hear a good song like Make a Move available now, uh, we wanted to shout that out. So, Jake, congratulations on uh, your new single. Um, A new record from Mac Miller is also coming out later this month. It's called Circles. It's actually a post-mortem record. He was recording it at the time of his death, and his estate is going to release it, and that's pretty damn cool.
0: Yeah, because when he passed, it was a year or two ago. His album, I believe, either just dropped or dropped like a week later. What so was it was called? Running? Swimming. Or... Swimming. It was called Swimming. Some activity it's, it's, that I don't do. It's I, yeah. fantastic. I, I've i been a Mac Miller. Anthony yeah. Pino, our boy, actually turned me on to him. Thank God he did because I actually love all right. his CDs. I actually love a lot of his older stuff when he was just kind of still kind of in high school and stuff. He just he just had this great flow.
1: Yeah, you can imagine I liked Mac Miller in 2010 because
0: he was the Flyers. 100%. Yeah. So it's, it's called Circles. Um I think it's great that they found all this music that he had and whenever I think they, didn't
1: they have to find it it was I mean, it's there But the
0: producer that or that was I guess doing it he was real busy and then I guess his estate brought up to him, he dropped everything and busted his ass and finished it. So I, I just thought it was great, and this is going to be a, a day one buy for me.
1: Sam, it's time for our Pick of the Week, brought to you in part by our friends over at Liquid Death, which is always going to be our Pick of the Week. Sell yourself for a free case of Liquid Death at liquiddeath.com.
0: And remember, aluminum cans, 70% recyclable, plastic bottles, only 3%. My Pick of the Week, it lived up to the hype, hype uncut gems. Adam Sandler. People have been telling
1: me to see this. Movie. Adam Sandler you're was the third person
0: this week, dude. He was phenomenal. It's when you see Adam like the first time, you are like, it's Sandler," but then he just kind of. I think you texted me this earlier too. I did. I, I I think I said, "Great, this is the easiest pick of the week I, I could even think of." It was directed by Josh and Benny Sadei S- 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 brothers. I I don't know if they whatever they directed a before
1: comedy crime thing. Like, what
0: do we got? It's we- there is definitely com- comedy. Comedy. There is some tension involved. Um. Some scary, There could be some scary moments, you know, in it. Um, like okay, just, just okay, just to give you an overall thing.
1: Don't spoil it. I oh, want to
0: see it. Harold Ratner, who is Adam Sandler in the movie. He's a he's a jeweler. He's a gambling addict in New York City when he gets in over his head. And I will just say that. And he doesn't know what to do next. It's a little over two hours. I think it's like two hours ten minutes. It's got a ninety two percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Probably one or two. Definitely in Sailor's top three of best films of his career.
1: Now did this come out in twenty or did this come out late nineteen? Can you have this on your list of best films? No, no, th-
0: this again, uncut gems, um Knives Out. Knives Out, Ford Ferrari. They're uncut all gems 19. nineteen. These were all nineteen films. Again, and I, I would have had to probably re- probably readjust my my top three from the end of the year, but I can't recommend uncut gems enough. Definitely fifteen. De- definitely do yourself a favor and see this film.
1: 89% on Metacritic, 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, so I mean hey, Sandler was 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 phenomenal. The movie, you know, made, made a little bit of money. It was the, actually A1 put out the movie. It's their highest m- m- like most money movie ever made for that company. So, Adam Sandler Uncut Gems, go see it.
1: My pick of the week is a little uh, speaking of gems. <laughs> it's a little gem on the Nintendo Switch right behind you there, pal.
0: Ace. It's the
1: uh, it's not my pick of the week, but I did get this. $8. Oh, it's not bad. Starlink Battle for Atlas with the Star Fox figurines that and all was stuff. Cool. Eight bucks for Nintendo Switch. But my pick of the week is Yoshi's Crafted World on Nintendo oh. Switch. I finally. Finally, finally got around to playing Yoshi's Crafted World. Again, if it was uh, if I could make an adjustment on my 19 list, I might even take this over Luigi's Mansion 3. It's that good. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did as much as I do. I'm about halfway done. It came out last March, so it's about a year old now. Uh, Maybe April. But what a great game. I love it. It's just a fun platformer where you play as Yoshi. Who doesn't love Yoshi? And then at the end, when you beat a level, you can go back into that level and collect three things, we'll call it. Three things. And you can play the level backwards. Oh, that's neat. But when you play it backwards, it's actually...
0: The buttons are different? No, no. (laughs) That would be crazy. You
1: you play it right to left um, instead of left to right. But let's say... Sam, I'm going left to right, and in the background is a bush. Okay. That bush now becomes the foreground, and if there was something hidden behind it in one way, I now see it the other way. Oh, uh, okay. So you can get little collectibles yeah. and things you missed the first time by playing the level in reverse. Okay, I So like it that. actually literally doubles the replayability yeah. of this game. I like that. So you almost get two games in one. It's really worth its salt. My only gripe with it is it's mega fucking
0: easy. I have died. The, oh you can like put it on hard mode or I did okay oh it's still not it's hard. on
1: you can put it on classic mode or like or like not classic vibe mode. <laughs> vibe mode or okay. something like is like super easy no challenge whatsoever they're both really easy I have died one time and I'm halfway through the game it's not it's not a difficult game so if you want to
0: play an easy game pick it's, this up but it's like gotcha. fun
1: so Yoshi's okay. Crafter World on Nintendo Switch those are our picks of the week again Liquid Death. Sell your soul for a free case of Liquid Death at liquiddeath.com. Or mention ya boys. There's no discount when you mention us, but we love them. See Sam, what is your CGC spotlight for the week?
0: Super tough book. Batman 155. First silver age appearance of the penguin. He was not seen last Shout until the Colin Farrell. He was not Okay, so in this book, the Penguin wasn't seen for seven years. His last issue is Batman99 is a 9.0 Off-White White white Pages, came out in May 1963, Bill Finger Story, Sheldon Moldoff and Charles Paris Art, and Sheldon Moldoff Cover. There is only 14 graded copies higher in the world. So to get this in a 9.0 with Off-White White white is a book that you, again, see a lot of cream off-white. I just hate cream pages. took me a, a long, long time. Sam's not
1: a dictionary guy. To, to, a lot of cream pages and dictionaries. To,
0: I, I, it took me forever to find this, this book. I, I forget who I even got it off of, to be honest. There's and, a joke. And I feel sorry. There's only 21 9-0s on the census. There's 8-9-2s, 4 9 and 2 9 on the CGC census. I, I, last sale was 2,700. I think this book still has plenty of room to go, especially if there's only 14 graded higher. Great shape. It's, it, it's I, I think it looks a little bit better, but who am I? Um, two stories in it. Well, there's a
1: wrinkle up here in one of the top. Yeah, and pages. that's the
0: thing. I don't know that if this book was pressed or not. And I just don't know if I, I – I've had some good luck and I've had some bad luck. I would just be killed if I got a crack pressed came back and a five cream off white i would be i would be devastated so to me i'm just gonna play it safe and keep it unless i somehow fell into a second copy that would be the only way this one you got two stories first one batman's psychic twin a chemical blast links batman and hoodlum jojo causing one one to experience whatever the other physical sensation the other so basically the gang's get an idea if they kill jojo they kill batman then the second story is called The Return of the Penguin. The Penguin comes out of retirement after being taunted by hoodlums when they say that he is a has-been. So two two classic stories. And to get a Bill Finger story in 1963, because I believe he passed away in 76 or 77. I think it was like that. So to get another... Uh, to get a, Alone, uh, by the way. Yeah, well, uh, trust me. I, it, I Batman know about and Bill
1: Hulu, check it out.
0: To, to, so always to get a classic Bill Finger story, I will always pick them up. So Batman, one fifty five,
1: May nineteen sixty three, as you said, twelve cents originally on the on the stands. Yep, Silver uh, Age book, baby. Back of the book, one hundred and forty seven famous automobiles, only two forty nine, two dollars and forty nine cents to get your hands on them, uh, and you can mail away for a free coupon. Jesus,
0: yep. man, and I thought it was perfect. The nineteen
1: fifteen Buick.
0: And just, I love the back
1: great yeah. cover art. I mean we it, just it, talked about the red dragon Reggie that's coming yep. as a new legendary and now we get a red dragon in your Batman it was meant to
0: be and to and had Colin Farrell casts his penguin I was like I have to have this book as the pick of the week
1: awesome CGC spotlight awesome episode overall that was episode 168 we will be back next week with episode 169